Welcome, everybody, to Live and Let's Dice. I am your Dungeon Master, Cody. Tonight, we will be starting our Curse of Strahd campaign. Uh, our players joined with us tonight are Zach. Hey, everybody. And who are you playing tonight, Zach? So, my character is a variant human wizard. Uh, his character name is Ozal the Wise. And he's kind of like a Gandalf-type character, very old wizard, frail man, but he uh, has some pretty sweet magic to back it up, so I'm excited to, uh, to be playing D&D again. We're also joined by Dean. Dean, who are you playing? What up? Uh, yeah, my character is uh, Burn Dawnbringer. Uh, he is a Goliath um, paladin, and um, he's kind of the people's champ. Uh, his... Uh, Honor and bond is to protect those who cannot protect themselves, and his only flaw is that he's convinced of the significance of his destiny and blind to his shortcomings and risk of failure. So, pretty, pretty great, pretty great guy. That's the ladies awesome. call him Burn Don, uh, Dong Bringer, <laughs> Don Dinger. It's <laughs> a throwback for those of uh, old watchers. Uh, Dini, who are you playing tonight? Uh, I'm going to be playing Stolas. He's an Aarakocran wizard, or rather a warlock. Um, pretty much has absolutely no interest in helping anybody but himself to become a more powerful warlock. So that may uh, cause some issues within the group, but <laughs> it'll all be in good fun <laughs> at the end. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, we are also joined by James with us tonight. James, uh, who are you playing? I'm playing uh, Taris Nightthorn, a wood elf thief. Uh, and uh, a bit like um, <clears throat> Dini, my character is uh, very heavily involved in self-preservation and, and self-advancement with wealth. Not very really interested in, uh, in anything but uh, renewing a score that was lost... Uh, many, many years back, trying to regain the, a fortune that was uh, taken from him uh, at one point by a friend. Perfect. Uh, and we'll just jump right into our adventure. Uh, can I Can I just do ahead. two things real quick? Of course. Um, one, if you're watching this, uh, that we're recording this on... Uh, 821. Uh, this should be going live at 828, so if you're watching and you're wondering, hey, why aren't these guys answering our comments? Uh, for the first stream, we're doing it pre-recorded. Uh, eventually, we hope to move it into live streams, but there's so many rules to, to kind of get right, and we didn't want to be distracted by comments. Uh, also, if you're watching, this is a look at all of our characters. Uh, so we have Cody, Dungeon Master, DM on the top. Uh, to the left, we have Stolas, then Burn, the big man there. Then there's Ozal, and then... Uh, uh, Terrence or Terrace. Uh, Terrace. Terrence. I was not Terrence. I thought you were a male character oh, at first, man. and so in my head I had it as Terrence, am, but it's Terrace. I'm sorry. I am. I am a male character, but I have a female avatar because I'm elf, so I'm very feminine. It's oh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Anyway, so that's a look at the the kind of the world that we're in, and I think Cody prepared some great maps with I think the little tokens, so. Um, we should have some pretty pretty decent production value today. So, um, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, if you're watching this, we really appreciate it. It's kind of a different thing we're doing for the channel, and um, you know, hopefully you guys like it, and we all have a good time playing. 
Perfect. Yeah. 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 Oh, living, let's just. No, uh, we'll get copyright well, struck for that. Well, uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That was awful. Well, welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we are jumping into the dark world of Barovia uh, with Curse of Strahd. But we do not start in said dark world. Instead, we start in the main world of Faroon, where our four heroes have just finished doing a local bounty uh, for the city of Waterdeep. And it is currently nighttime as you guys are kind of heading out of a goblin den that you've cleared out, uh, covered in gore and tired. Yeah. Uh, uh, for our older listeners, I'm bringing back those two beautiful asses we started with that died in our first campaign oh, and the yeah. cart. Oh, wow. <laughs> Um, so, uh, as you guys are loading up your goblin ears, I would presume, and, uh, any small bounties that, uh, you know, on the papers as you're going through them to kind of make sure that you guys have done your job correctly to head back to Waterdeep, uh, it's really dark, it's about midnight, it's misty, and it's raining. So, who is driving the cart as you head back to Waterdeep? I'm I'm driving the cart. Yeah, yeah, you are. So it's this kind of this old covered two wheeled cart, and you have your two oxen that can pull you around. Uh, Bird, you're probably too big to sit in this older cart in the back. Uh, but our our other three heroes kind of are back there, out of the rain as you're driving back there. Um, the woods are quiet, uh, other than the pitter patter of rain. Uh, it's dark as your torches kind of light the road ahead of you. Um, and as you are heading back, you get lost in the forest. Damn it. Thankfully, Jesus being, the, <laughs> being the Goliath paladin, you're not going to tell anyone that you're lost. <laughs> um, but the th fog thickens uh, to where when you look behind you over the cart, it's dark. Uh, there's mist behind you that seems to be closing as you begin to traverse forward down this road. The trees become more gnarled and overhung, uh, and it's it's kind of spooky. Do you tell your cohorts that you're lost, or do you just forge ahead? Let me uh, let me get Ozal up here without worrying anybody else. Yeah. And, uh, how how do you accomplish that? Do you guys have like a secret knock, or do you have like a you just yell for him? Yeah, I'll just scream. <laughs> I'll just yell at him. <laughs> All right. He's very he's old. He's hard of hearing. <laughs> Burn my boy. Will you will, will you make a spot for an old man? Uh, I'll try. <laughs> all, all eight feet of you. <laughs> yeah. Scooch over just a bit. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta, I gotta tell you something. I was all. Yes, my boy. I'm lost as shit right now. <laughs> I can't tell which way is up in all this fog. I gotta be honest. Hmm. How long have we been lost, my boy? Uh, far too long, if I'm being honest. Uh, maybe about 20, 30 minutes. I just keep going straight. Nothing, nothing is appearing familiar at all. Hmm. Uh, Cody, can I cast Prestidigitation to give us a little bit of light? Perhaps? Oh yeah. Where are you casting it, if I may ask? So, uh, to kind of to paint you a better picture, 
you're on a gravel road and the fog is so thick it's actually laying down on the ground so you're having trouble just even seeing under your horse's feet as they kind of walk through it just kind of kicks up and goes around the car okay. uh, and it's like almost sheer you have maybe five <laughs> feet of visibility around the cart in total and maybe a little more on the oxen because you know they're, they're pushing through it obviously Jeez. is this um, potentially an unnatural fog perhaps well, I, you can roll Arcana, my dude, if you want to try and figure more I details would, out. I'd like to do that. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a 16 uh, plus, let's see, uh, for these spells, do I roll? Do I add anything to this? So for Arcana, you will roll your d20 and then... Plus uh, the uh, pl- intelligence modifier? Uh, you actually roll the Arcana skill. It actually factors in your intelligence modifier. Uh, okay, it's plus 7. So 16 plus 7 is 23. Yeah. You can tell very quickly that this fog is not of this world. It's it's otherworldly in nature, and you think that potentially being in the fog it would cause harm to you in some way. Okay, um, I'd like to um, cast detect magic as a ritual. Yeah. So uh, as you guys are driving down, the rain kind of starts to peter off a little bit as the fog just thickens. Uh, you notice two things while you were ritually chanting this uh, spell. Bapadio. <laughs> Is that oh, your, your ritual Bapadio? chant? Bapadio? Absolutely. Uh, as you cast Tapatio uh, on your... <laughs> How dare you. I said bippity boppity boo, you racist. <laughs> Seems racial. Uh, no, not at all. Um... The fog begins to clear in front of you, uh, just 10 or 15 or so feet. As the spell itself goes off and the 10 minutes pass, um, everything around you lights up. This this fog is magical and seems to be closing behind you as you travel further down the trail. Interesting. Hell yeah. We made it. I was... I, I drove the shit out of this car. <laughs> well done, Burn. Well done. Thanks. Well done, my boy. You arrive to two large gates uh, of wrought iron that are open. Um, Burn, this is not water deep. This is not where you were headed. Oh. Well, here we are. <laughs> we'll paint the picture here. Let me share my screen. Bring in some some graphics. No, screen one. These big, massive gates. Now you can't make out all of it because of the fog and that it's dark. But these Whoa, two wrought wow. iron gates are massive. As you look up at them, you're you're used to being the biggest guy in the room, right? These yeah. are big enough that your giant kin could easily cross under them. Wow. Um, two headless, deformed statues stand clad in armor, holding massive swords. There's moss that is old and growing. You can see spider webs kind of ornating on the gate as they glint uh, in the moonlight. That, as you look up towards the, you're not quite sure how there's moonlight with so much fog, but they do kind of catch your eye. And they stand wide open. Holy shit. <laughs> Are you guys seeing this? Yeah, this isn't where we're supposed to be, Dean. No, um... But I'll be damned if it isn't beautiful. Wow. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Dini, how, how do you react to this 
the, the cart is kind of stopped in front of it as the column of fog doesn't keep moving with you, uh, I think is one of the other things, Ozal, that you realize. Um, it's five foot around the cart on either side and from behind, so you have access of getting out. Uh, but as you stop, the fog stops traveling with you, and it's kind of clear through the tunnel and down the road ahead of you. Yeah, I think it's probably a good idea if we press forward because the fog's not getting better. And at least in that direction, it's uh, relatively clear. You don't think this fog wanted us to come here, do you? There's only one way to find out, my boy. Kind of convenient how it just ends here. <laughs> I mean, you drove us here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's not point fingers. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> there's only one person driving. Oh, you, you could have helped navigate if we're going to be pointing fingers. Uh, I don't have a map. <sighs> Fine. All right, let's push forward. Keep right. going, keep going. Let's see. Ozal, since your spell is still going, as you cr cross the threshold of the gate, the gates close behind you. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. And it feels thick as you're crossing through them, almost as if you are... Uh, studying as a wizard, you understand the idea of letting your soul apparate from your body in multiple ways in meditation, through spells, you know, both to kind of... Those who have trained you have shown you that you can you can leave your mortal coil and explore the world or other other planes. You feel as though you have left your material plane behind you as the gates shut and the fog encompasses them as you cross under this giant wall. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, two you more want, hours. You guys, oh, you want me to sneak ahead? Check I it out. A great, I think that's a great idea. <clears throat> Terrace, what do your elf eyes see? Ah, uh, well, let me see. I don't know yet. I have to forge ahead. But I'm going to uh, actually uh, uh, pull my hood up uh, on my magic cloak. Perfect. And and check out ahead. Forge ahead. So, Terrace, uh, because you are stealthing, um, go ahead and roll me two d20s and then take the higher result of the two. And then add stealth to it, and let me know what you get. Uh, thirteen and plus nine. Okay, and that was the highest out of the two dice you rolled. Yeah, I rolled a one and a thirteen. Nice. Okay, <laughs> uh, and that thirteen plus nine being twenty-two, or is it thirteen total? Yeah. No, thirteen plus nine. Yeah, twenty-two. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let me stop this really quick. Uh, you see Terrace, he, he steps out elegantly out of the cart uh, as he tells you that he's going to forge ahead. As he draws his hood upon you, passing the oxen, he gets it all the way over his head, and then he shimmer and distorts, uh, almost like the predator in active camo, Ooh, as he begins wow. to suddenly distort and disappear, stalking down the road. I love it when um, he does that. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, um, I love shimmering. Yeah, and as he kind of moves and meshes off with the fog moving under his feet and through the ground, he disappears kind of past your draw distance of what you can see in the night. Uh, Terrace, how far do you want to walk down this road? Let me ask you that. Uh, I'm going to go about 100 yards. 
Okay, yeah, you, as soon as you leave kind of that five-foot sphere around the cart itself, uh, when you look behind you, your friends are gone. You, you get about 100 yards away, and this road just seems to twist and wind. And as you kind of walk between the edges of the road, there are these just nasty, gnarled, black pine trees. Uh, unlike the beautiful green trees you're used to of being an elf. Mm. Uh, they have thorns growing out of them. They are so high and so old, they would blot out any sunlight. You know that, being that right. you're a wood elf. Right, right. Um, as you kind of keep going, you can make out sort of in the distance. Uh, you know, the hood, while it does help you become more stealthy, does not really so well for being perceiving things. Right. Um, you can see that it looks like there's a skyline of some sort. You can see a house on a hill, maybe, and then it kind of a valley, but you can't fully tell with how much fog and how dark it is with all of these trees and things around. Do I get a sense of how far away this house on the hill is? Yeah, you're thinking probably at least a couple miles by, you know, steady okay. travel of oxen. Okay. And if I take my hood down, will I be able to see a little little further? Uh, yeah, I'll let you experiment it, with it and kind of, as you take a a crouching gesture on maybe one of the boulders that's on the side of the road to kind of see if you can perceive a little better. Uh, yep. it's, this, it's the same thing. So, you know, typically the hood kind of is negative for those things, but right. no, it doesn't change your perspective at all, unfortunately. Okay. Okay. All right. And so the, the, is the road, it can, how I can see about a couple miles ahead. I can see this house on a hill sort of. Correct. But there doesn't seem to be any imminent danger in the in the surrounding area that I'm in. Correct. All right, I'm gonna head back. Okay. Yeah, you head back to the group, and I presumably would think that you probably tell them what you see. Yeah, go back and tell them what I see. All right. So this is where you guys are kind of at over here, uh, where my cursor is. These gates that you've come through and the road that kind of leads down uh, through the pine trees and into this valley down here. And there is a hill kind of right above where it says the old Slavic road um, here with a house positioned right here. Um, how do you guys take in this knowledge? Burn? Honestly, I'm a little hesitant to keep going, but I don't think we have a choice. I mean, you, you have kind of just pass through the threshold of the gate? Do you want to go back and check it to see if you can go back? Do you want to turn around? What? Uh, how are you proceeding? I'm no coward. No. <laughs> Just because I don't like what we're going to do doesn't mean I won't do it. <laughs> yeah, let's keep moving. Dini? We've come this far. Let's go to the village. It might All be right. safer to wait this uh, uh, the fog out with uh, friendly villagers. I agree okay. as well. Yeah. Mm. As you guys are heading down the road, and it kind of winds and comes through to the, the hillside of that house, um, the fog tapers off behind you and then starts to kind of more or less coalesce in front of the village, uh, obscuring it a little more. There is a house that you can see. It's an old, beautiful, Victorian-style house, uh, kind of off the right, sitting by itself. Um the fog in front of you starts to kind of close off and outside of the house you can see the doors just swinging open on the hinges there are two children crying on the lawn as your oxen starts to trundle by them 
Silence! Oh, you say that to these two kids? <laughs> what troubles you? Um, as you look at these two children, oh. are you talking to... Oh, no, no, I didn't no. know they look like that. I don't know want to talk to these <laughs> Are you talking to the girl or the little boy? Uh, probably, I guess the one that looks older. I guess that's the boy. It's hard to tell. Uh, so the, the girl's t- the, the older oldest, one. The, the one yeah. that appears older, yeah. Yeah. Um... She looks up at you, and as her brother, uh, you would ra- roughly estimate her brother's probably seven. Uh, it's kind of hard to tell with the clothing they have on, and they, they are definitely entrapped in nobility clothing. Um, <laughs> the older girl, maybe around ten, uh, she's kind of holding her brother, and she's, shh, 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 shh. He, he saw a monster in the house, and it's, it's fine. We're, a we're monster? Okay. What kind of monster do you speak of? <laughs> the boy begins crying as he looks up at you, uh, even more scared, and he kind of clutches this stuffed doll to his chest, and he points back to the house. Uh, and he said, there, there's a monster in the house, and it creeps and it crawls, and it's it tried to eat me while I was asleep tonight in my bed, and we need help when our parents are gone. And he begins to start crying more rapidly. Where have your parents gone? I don't know. I think they went to the village, but it's it's late and it's hard to tell. Might we stay the night to observe this monster? Yeah, we're more than welcome to kill it, I, so I can go back to bed. If we kill it, it's, you house us for the night. Yes, of course. It, it it makes a terrible howling noise. I'm not going back in there. Well, a deal's a deal. Uh, do they look uh, like they have any kind of wealth? Oh, yeah. The the sailoring and cut of their clothes, she kind of, as you can see, has this gold brooch yep. uh, with an emblem okay. on it. Um, you're not sure if the kids themselves have wealth, but the definitely the family, you would say, based on how no. large this manor house is. Okay, fair enough. So, like, the house looks like it probably has some contents of value. Oh, for sure. Oh, no. Perfect. Perfect. I'm in. <laughs> all right uh you guys kind of park the oxen on the road they don't really have anywhere to store your oxen but you know that they won't really wander off if they're attached to the cart uh there's a little gate outside the house leading up and the front door is fully open i stand behind uh, burn <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to um cast unseen servant as a ritual please. okay so you spend the next ten minutes chanting in the cart, out of the cart, on the road, in the yard, in the in house, the, in, probably in the cart. <laughs> and uh, what a baby poverty boo! Ten minutes go by as your cohorts kind of stand there awkwardly as you chant. And, and then I will command them to uh, unload our luggage and weapons, or command the servant to start unloading and uh, kind of getting us ready to go into this house. Yeah. Um, so funny thing about that. Uh, you basically have your adventuring packs, the gear in your inventory, and that's really about it. Back home, you guys had a guild house where you would have each and individual rooms. You know, the money that you guys were earning kind of was going towards building up, becoming one of the better guilds so you can get better contracts, uh, fame, glory, and fortune. So uh, he reaches... So there's not really much the... to unpack, I guess? Oh, sure there is. He he reaches into the cart for the sack of goblin ears that you guys have collected uh, for your bounty, 
and just kind of floats there holding this sack full of ears of all these goblins you've killed from your last mission. Awesome. And he, sure shit, takes it into the house. What a fucking guy. Hell yeah. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, I was not looking forward to carrying all that in. Yes. Um, how, how big is this house, like, as we walk into the, the foyer? Uh, Burn, as you get closer, you can tell that it's one, two, three, four, maybe five stories, uh, depending. Oh, shit. Um, it's, I mean, a house like this back in Waterdeep is expensive. Right? Waterdeep in general is an expensive town, but this is something that, you know, is reserved for royalty or some sort of governmental official. Hmm. Awesome. And uh, yeah, the wrought iron gate swings open as you get closer to it. Uh, the door itself is open, and you can make out just this ear-piercing wail as you get close to the house. I don't like the sound of that. Is it day night right now? Uh, it is night. Um, a little bit of time has passed since when you know you've spent at least ten minutes doing what you guys do. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to Zach chant. Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to be chanting a lot, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, do I have time to cast Find Familiar? Uh, how long does it take to cast? One hour and ten minutes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. I think that's a, we don't need that's those a, instant spells. <laughs> oh, I have instant for your spells. team. Uh, do you want... Do you want me to? Uh, do you want me to sneak in and and see if I can stealthily have a look? Yeah, while he's doing maybe that, save I can us pass. some time. Yeah, I nope. love that. All right, I'll do that again. I'll uh, I'll I'll throw down the I'll throw up the uh, hood again and have a look. Go uh, in, Cody. And I'll I'll, right. I'll order my servant to go with him and tap him on the shoulder if if he sees anything. Cool. So, James, we're going to say that you're green. I thought we had little tokens today. Uh, we were supposed to, and I, for the love of me, could not get them to integrate into the system I was uh, using. You hate to see it. I know. <laughs> you hate to see it. Uh, Zach. I'm sorry. Uh, James, Solos, Zach, and Burn, you said you were headed into? Yeah. And Zach, your unseen servant is hanging out. He'll be you. Hanging out. Sorry. Bird <laughs> <laughs> uh, is also a bard. I love it. Part How far into the house are you going, may I ask? Uh, I'm going to go to at least the, uh, f- like, uh, the foot of that stairwell. Okay. All right. Uh, you head in, James. Oh, oh. Nice. Okay, there you go. No, you can't see me because I got my hood on. Uh, what did you roll for stealth? If I, sorry? Uh, uh, I got to roll a stealth again. I rolled the uh, same deal, yeah? Twice? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got uh, 16, 25. Okay. Uh, you stealth ahead, James. The kids are just waiting outside, I take it? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll entertain them with my magic trick. Uh, they're <laughs> relatively quiet as you guys enter the house. 
um, just kind of scared. And I'll, I'll give you some detail here. So as you enter, the rod iron gate burn is kind of what you're standing behind. Uh, your unseen servant has entered. Uh, James, as you stealth through the main foyer, through the first door, um, you yep. can see emblems of family members. There's also a crest on the wall uh, mm-hmm. that looks like this giant windmill kind of on a red field. Uh, and the and windmill I don't recognize itself, it. Uh, no, sir. Okay. Um, there's a, it's a kind of made of gold inlay on this okay. shield. Uh, on the red field, and then there are family members. You can see the two children on these dusty frames, and then two older adults. Um, the mahogany doors leading in that you go through, the second set of doors right here, yeah. uh, are stained glass as well. Uh, as you enter nice. the main hall, there is a fireplace across from you. Uh, okay. The stairs uh, that are made of like red marble, kind of as you're heading up them. Wow. And then mounted above the fireplace is a sword uh, that has that same logo uh, of the windmill on it. Interesting. There are also several other ornate things, but we'll we'll hop back here. Uh, James, as you go through the first set of doors, Zach and Stolas outside, the fog slowly starts to kind of creep up towards the house. Your oxen start to slowly disappear with your cart. These children disappear into the fog, and it starts to slowly creep up towards you. This house has some unseen magic on it. I don't like the feel of it. Yeah. I don't think Sketchy. we should be standing out here. Yeah, it's a little Stolas? bit sus. How, uh, how far in do you want to move, Stolas? Um, I will move to the room with the, uh, the servant, the unseen servant. Okay. Uh, Cody, so uh, there's no danger in this area where I am that I can see right now. Uh, not at the moment. So I'm going to just go to the mahogany doors and poke my head through and and, and maybe wave them ahead. Say it's all, all good. You got it, James. I take my hood off so they can see me. Right, you're waving your invisible head. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Zach, are you going to stay out there the full hour to cast? Uh, can I cast and, and move forward or should I stay and... Uh, this is kind of a station. You are you've sat down and pulled out your implements, probably a candle, okay, drawn I'll some my, sort of. I have my servant would, come and kind of watch my back. Okay. Why would, why would you ask him if he was going to move? He couldn't. <laughs> servant, come watch my back for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll do additional out. voices. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Zach, make a constitution saving throw. Sure. Let me look up my modifier. Constitution is plus two. Uh, I got 16 plus two is 18. You, as you're sitting in this fog chanting, right, trying to summon your your familiar... Bibbidi bobbidi boo. You Our feel wizard the fog? is never late. He <laughs> arrives precisely what it means to. This house has a dark magic on it. The fog fully encloses the house. You can see Burn standing inside, uh, kind of watching you from where he's at on the beach. Uh, uh, your unseen servant shudders, um, and the fog is cold, and you start to feel weary. Take one level of exhaustion. Okay, one level. How does that happen? I don't see that on my chart. 
It's old uh, just... age. <laughs> let me let me explain old, what this my bones does are old. Five mechanically. It's too much magic in one. Day. So exhaustion is a condition. Okay. Um, the first level of exhaustion uh, to, to so to get exhaustion to stop, you have to take a long rest. Okay. Uh, at level one, you have disadvantage on ability checks, and there are six total levels. You think okay. if you stay out here, you'll keep suffering suffering these points of exhaustion. Okay. If you get to six levels of exhaustion, you die. You die. Oh, that's oh my god. Now, how, <laughs> now, get now inside, for, the, get for the game, how um, is it every minute there's another level of exhaustion? Every ten minutes? Uh, you think it's every couple of minutes. The fog is now this wavy gray line. It has stopped at the threshold of this house, the gate. Okay. Zach, you're ready to get inside, man. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and go inside. Okay, so you st- <laughs> you you have about you got about fifteen minutes into your spell casting. You pick up your implements and your unseen servant, and you walk inside. Um, all right. Do you want to cast your stuff from in here now? Uh, the start fog, the, spell the over, fog, or? the fog was what was causing the exhaustion. Correct. You believe so, yes. Okay. You think yeah. that the potentially harmful uh, magic you got off of it originally is what has caused your exhaustion. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll continue as a ritual. As you walk through the wrought iron gate, it shuts. And then you hear okay. a click, and it locks behind you. Do we see a key? Uh, or is it just no. like a lock? Yeah, it's, so it's almost like a portcullis on the front door. You could think like uh, mm. like in the south how they have like the closed-in porch. This is just wrought iron that goes straight up uh, in a door frame, almost like a security threshold. Um, okay. As the the door locks and you're looking around, you can make out some like claw marks or scratches outside on the patio uh, where the fog is, and then you hear I hate to do it um, mewling noise and trundling as the oxen on the cart begin to struggle and take off down the street. Trundle! Good old Trundle! <laughs> Your poor oxen has has fled the fog. No, uh, my ass! At least no one ate your ass today, Dean. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Uh, welcome to the death house. The fuck? I never want to come in here when it was that. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. So, Zach, uh, until you take yeah. a long rest, you will suffer disadvantage on ability checks. Okay. You dingus. You dingus. <laughs> uh, James, <laughs> as you. the yep. wrought iron gate locks, the fireplace behind you ignites. Nice. Okay. Nice. I want to... Uh, I want to have a closer look at that sword. Yeah. My man. So it's hanging up over here on the mantle. Uh, do you like pick it up? Do you t- touch it? What do you do? Uh, Jesus Christ. I don't know if I want to touch it. Why don't you give me a perception check and I can give you some more information here. Uh, okay. That'll be wisdom perception. Okay, Wait, can I, so can I is that a d20? Really Go ahead, dude. I was gonna share my my camera real quick. Or oh, my yeah. screen. Let me uh, let me stop sharing. I'll pop over so I can come see you. This is uh, when when Burn said he was lost and stole us 
got annoyed. <laughs> Are you drawing that, Dean? Yeah. Holy crap, drawing... man. <laughs> I've, been, I've been drawing this whole time. Wow. Yeah, it was like a loss. And, yeah, yeah. And, and so, Stolas turns his head all the way around like, are you fucking for real? I, uh, I'll, uh, for our podcast listeners, or those of you who are listening on audio while doing the dishes, uh, to my sweet AMR voice, Dean has constructed a beautiful art piece of Stolas, the air croca, who's a bird person. Uh, which you could think like Rick and Morty bird person with horns and antlers that is turning around looking towards the fourth wall annoyed. Mm. Great, great. Yeah, imagine he's sitting in the cart and then he hears that I've gotten everybody lost. So, <laughs> like, a, like an owl turns his head all the way around while reading a book and it's like, you moron. I, just for my own curiosity, uh, can I ask you an off-topic question? Are you like on a slate, or are you drawing like five? Yeah, I, I bought a, uh, a little uh, digital tablet. tablet. Zach oh, and his sick. wife recommended some to me, so that's, that's, that's amazing. Like, like the third thing I've ever drawn on it. So, well, I mean, if you're doing fan art during games, I'm I'm a fan. Throw it up with the episode. Let our yeah, viewers, yeah, yeah. you know, enjoy it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I just wanted to show that. No, amazing. I'll go back to sharing my screen here. <laughs> uh, it's this one. There we go. Yas. Okay. So, uh, James, what did you roll for perception, buddy? Uh, so, the, uh, just a quick question. I'm rolling 2d20 again, taking the best roll. Uh, that's only when you have advantage. Um, oh, okay. For perception, you will roll a d20 and okay. then kind of just tell add, me what you get. Yeah, I had my skill proficiency. Okay, yeah. Uh, 12 altogether. So 12 altogether. Uh, as the fireplace uh, lets out this dim fire kind of illuminating, you can see that there are the double set of doors that you're standing at. Yep. There is a door to the right of the staircase, two yep. doors across from you, and yep. two more doors over kind of that way as well, uh, for those of you mm-hmm. who are not, aren't watching. Um the walls themselves are beautiful so it's kind of that more like ornate wood paneling that darker mahogany again uh and you can make out uh in in them there's these beautiful nymphs and vines and flowers um Mm. on these uh doors okay um the long sword as you look at it looks like an ornate long sword uh it has that windmill in the hilt and uh, is sheathed next to these beautiful ornate uh, images kind of on the wall. Um, As you look closer at the images, uh, you see that woven into them, they they kind of pervert. Um, Mm, What would be beautiful vines turn out to have thorns on them. These nymphs you can see are eating something, and as you look closer, it almost looks as if they're eating the like, humans, kind of like grosser, gothic uh, nymphs feasting on them. Right. And the satyrs seem to be kind of uh, decapitating someone uh, instead of dancing with them like you thought originally. Right, right. Sweet. Wow. Okay. So, and this sword, is it, is it, is it, is it just seem kind of stable, or is it glowing or is it uh, it's mounted no nope, okay. nothing nothing unstable about it it just seems to be an ornate longsword okay I think I'll just leave that be okay 
Uh, as I look back here, like our our uh, Stolas and uh, Burn coming coming in here. Or you guys yep. coming in here? We're we're hopping back right to them right now. Uh, Zach, you're still chanting away. Uh, Stolas, let's go ahead. You're standing uh, looking at these photos and the shield. Yeah, uh, I'm going to move up one room. Okay. And kind of take a peek around. Sure. Uh, is there a specific room you'd like to move into uh, that you can see, or...? Um, let me kind of investigate this one room here on the uh, bottom right. Yeah. Mm. And are you going all the way in, or are you kind of just opening the door and looking in? I'll open the door and take a peek. Are you okay if I put you right here? Or would you rather be on the other side over here? Uh, the first position is fine. Okay. Oh, come on, screen. You can do it. There we go. Uh, yeah, you open it up, and it looks like a, a den or a family room. Um, oh, actually, more or less like a hunting den. I think like old British people lodge. There's some stag heads mounted on the walls. Uh, there are three stuffed wolves uh, around the room. There are some padded chairs uh, with an oak table between them. There's a cask of wine that has two beautiful glinting uh, gold gauntlets. Uh, the fireplace behind it is out, so it's kind of dark and you can't fully see. Uh, and there's some cabinets and that kind of thing. All right. Uh, maybe I can use like perception to look around or? Yeah, go ahead. All right, and now do you want to actively like investigate the room or are you just yeah, trying yeah. to look further? Yeah, okay. So go ahead and roll investigation for me. All right, I got 11. Okay. Um, Total. Yeah, you, you, as you actually physically enter the room and are you like, uh, just describe to me how you're investigating so I don't tell you what you're doing. I'm mostly looking for the creature that was mentioned. Um, I'm not really interested in looking through other people's stuff. I'm just here looking for any sort of danger. Okay, do you walk further into the room to investigate, or just by the door, yeah. kind of playing it safe? Okay. Yeah, let's let's go to the middle of the room. So as you do, the fireplace lights up. Uh, setting off a glow helps you see a little better. Um, you see all the things I described earlier. Uh, in between these two chairs, there's two golden goblets sitting there. Uh, the wolves, whoever did the taxidermy on these wolves, it's superb. They look almost real. And it, it, granted, they're probably mm. dead wolves because it's like a hunting den. But if you were running through the house at night or playing like hide and seek, you, you would mistake them for real wolves. Hmm. That's interesting to know. Uh, barring that, there's not a lot of other information I can give you unless you start rifling through other people's stuff. I see. Okay, well, it would be boring <laughs> if I didn't. So, uh, let me go investigate those, uh, gauntlets. Or yeah. gauntlets, sorry. So, we'll put you right here. Uh, yeah, you pick them up, and they're just two golden goblets set on top of an old, old wine, um, table. And you can kind of make out rings on the table from where they have set down uh, for, for these drinks. Um, some spillage. These chairs are beautiful. The, the the amount of wealth, whoever owns this house, is just extravagant. Not only the, the wood panel walls like, continuing here as well uh, on this hard mar white marble floor. Um, but these gold goblets you think are worth probably 50 gold pieces each. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. 
That's whoa, a lot whoa, of gold. Whoa, whoa, I need those. I need those. Please save them for me, Stolas. No. <laughs> Hang on a second. I should have um, checked that damn room. There are two cabinets of interest. Uh, <laughs> the northernmost one and the westernmost one, if you wanted to keep looking or rifling. Yeah, I'm going to uh, walk these two goblets I found. Uh-huh. To the uh, cabinet that's between the wolves. Okay. The taxidermied wolves. Let's take a peek inside there. You got it. Uh, as you walk over, lightning strikes outside the house and it thunders through the entirety of the house and it's definitely loud. Uh, as you hear rain begin to patter against the windows and um, structures. Uh, as you look at it, this cabinet is locked. Oh, no, sorry, this cabinet is unlocked. Uh, You open it up, there's an assortment of wines uh, and a small box containing a deck of playing cards. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to um, shove these two goblets in the drawer. Okay. And I'm going to, uh, I guess I'll inspect the cards. Yeah, they're just ordinary playing cards. Nothing special? Nothing special. Nothing unusual? Nothing unusual. I'll put it back. Alright. Uh, Stolas, I'm gonna jump over to Burn here. Uh, Dr. Dongdinger, how you doing? I'm bored. Oh, you're bored. <laughs> well, my dude, you wanna make it interesting? Where do you wanna go? Hell yeah. Uh, man. <laughs> let me, uh... Let me, let me venture further into the house. Okay. Um, maybe, uh, maybe even upstairs. Oh. Wait. I see Whoa. a bathroom. I gotta make a pit stop. Uh, are you talking about this little area right here? Little 2B action? Oh, is that not a toilet right here? Open to the right. Uh, <laughs> let me scroll like through one. my guide here. <laughs> Just to be clear, I am not bored. The character Dawn is bored. Uh, what is 2B? 2B is the nymphs. 2B, uh, that is a, a cloak room, according to my guide. It has several <laughs> black hanging cloaks, uh, from hooks on the wall and a top hat that sits on top. I gotta check out that top hat. Nice. Do you put it on? Um, well, I'm wearing a helmet, so no, I don't put it on. Oh, I, I wasn't put sure if you're a gentleman and, you know. Okay, yeah, I can put it on top of my helmet. Uh, as soon as it touches your head, Burn. Oh, oh no. You feel Dang, the, why thrum, you do that? the thrum of magic energy pulse through you. Oh, I don't know what a thrum is, but I like the sound. It, it tingles <laughs> and vibrates through your whole cloaca. Whoa. Oh, wait, nope, that's still lost. Your whole body. <laughs> Sounds like a ball, though. Uh, that is a top hat of disguise ooh very cool Uh, so once per day you can cast disguise self on yourself oh my god I get to keep it if you so choose so hell yeah I mean we gotta get paid to help these people right I mean I know I'm a paladin but I gotta eat Magic top hat. Cody, are we able to pull up the uh, the images that we're using in dark mode? Uh, I don't know how to do that. I'm so sorry. Okay, I was just curious. Don't worry about it. Disguise hat. 
uh, sorry, I'm pulling up the item here for you, Dean, and I'll, I'll link it via private chat. Alright. Top hat of D-I-S-G-U-I-S-E-S-E-L-F. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Other than that, there's really nothing else of note. There's some uh, black billowing cloaks, kind of almost Dracula-esque. Um, yeah. Um, I'm going to head into that room where Stolas is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, oh, oh no. How do I... Uh, let me do Zach really quick first. Uh, or unless, yep, Dean, yep. is there anywhere else you wanted to go before, before um, we hop off your turn? No, no, that's fine. Okay. Do you want to disguise yourself as anything? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> not yet, not yet. How many times are going to do it per day? Once. Once, okay, Cast disguise yeah, self on yourself once I'm per gonna, day. I'm going to save that. Alright, suck it into your bag, add that to your inventory. Uh, Zach, are you just going to hang out here for the next hour? Yes, how much how much time has passed? Um Let me roll D one hundreds here. Approximately twenty four minutes has passed since you've entered this house. A, yeah, I'll keep casting. I wanna have okay. my, my familiar for the rest of this journey today. Alright. I'm out of the fog, right? Like I'm in the Yeah, city. you're you're okay. you're still outside the house and you're kind of in the foyer, uh, or like oh, porch shit, I area. I was in the house. Okay. Nah. You're, you're on the porch uh, between these beautiful mahogany doors and the portcullis that's closed. And your Unseen Servant is hanging out. Um, how long does Unseen Servant last? Forever. Does it, though? Yes. If it moves out of range... Or, uh, wait, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Find Familiar. Unseen Servant is an hour. Okay. So by the time you get your Familiar, your Unseen Servant will be gone. Exactly. Okay. That's the, that's the plan... Uh, do you have a name for your unseen servant? Uh, Vor. Vor. My name is Vor. Wait, no, I'm sorry. That's for my. Uh, uh, you familiar. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I just call him servant. Okay. What about just? Wow, you're calling me servant? Not even a name. You're just gonna call me by my <laughs> occupation? Keep watching my back, servant. Don't speak to me in such a tongue. Okay. <laughs> it's funny because no one can see him, so it's just like I'm arguing with like thin air. <laughs> oh man. Okay, uh, James, you move into this room. Uh, you no see one Stolas. can see me, but I have real feelings. <laughs> uh, Stolas is uh, just closing a cabinet. Uh, Stolas, what do you what do you say to to uh, James as he enters the room? I'm going to look around the room once more Terrace. and inform Terrace that there's absolutely nothing of interest in here. This has been a complete waste of my time. Lies! Uh, go ahead and roll deception, I guess. And James, go ahead and roll insight. Oppose checks. So you'll roll a d20 and add, James, you'll add the insight skill. Stolas, you will add either charisma or, if you're proficient, the um, deception skill. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, let's see. That would be a 15 for me, then. That would be a 20 for me. 
yeah. Uh, well, Stolotz, let me ask you this. Are you telling the truth from your point of view that you don't think there's anything of interest? or? Yeah, I mean, it's okay. completely useless to me. I'm not a thief. Yeah, okay. Um, so James, she she's honest. Uh, sorry for making a real deception. I should have asked that. Uh, <laughs> you know Stolotz pretty well. Uh, she's not really kept by mortal trappings. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, she's like, well, there's not anything in Yeah, well, that's why I'm going to have a look for myself, because what's, what's, what's meaningless to her is of value to me, I would think. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's a cabinet right in front of you. You want to go through that one first? Yes, sir. All right, go ahead. Um, you walk in front of this cabinet that you're adjacent to here. Uh, it is locked. Which uh, well, you're lucky you're for me, nice. I have my lock. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know that if something's locked, there's probably something in there for you. I mean, yeah. if they just keep golden goblets around, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. uh, go ahead and give me uh, a thieves tool check. So if you are proficient with thieves tools, you will roll dexterity and add your proficiency bonus to it. Okay, so I roll uh, a d20, yeah? Yep, you roll d20. And I add seven. Okay. So 24. Oh, man. Like butter. You, you pull your, your tools right off of your little belt, uh, kneel down, and just intricately... You, you have felt locks like this before, and it's a joke to you. By the time your thief's tools are in, it's already unlocked. Nice. Put your thief's tools away. Uh, do you open the cabinet? Uh, yes. Uh, whoa, wait a second. Can, oh. I, check for a drop? <laughs> Can I check for a drop? I, I, will say, I will say, because you said yes... No, I'm you cannot check for a trap. You've already, uh, you okay. open the door and you flinch a little bit and nothing happens. Mm. Uh, okay. Inside, there is a heavy crossbow, a light crossbow, a hand crossbow, and 20 bolts for each of the weapon. Nice. And what about uh, the gold goblets? What happened to them? Uh, they are not in this cabinet and you don't know okay. about them. But uh, I, uh, Are you going to put that map back up for a sec? Uh, am I not? Oh, I'm not sharing. I'm. Am I not sharing? I thought I was sharing. What's on no. your screen? Uh, just the avatars. Okay, I see. I see. I see where I am. Okay, fair enough. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm gonna take. Uh, can I have a look at them? I'm gonna take a look at the crossbows. Yeah, you think based on the decor of the room, there, it's a hunting room, hunting right, room. Right. Uh, yeah, they are just a, it's an, a decent, orderly, heavy crossbow, a decent, orderly, light crossbow, and a decent, orderly hand crossbow, and 60 total bolts. Uh, I'll take all of it. All right. I'm going to sell those to burn. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll give you a good deal, burn. All right. <laughs> if you want a crossbow. <laughs> Uh, the heavy crossbow would be in Burns' wheelhouse for uh, stuff. Okay. Just as a player knowledge, yeah. Um, to your uh, as you, there's nothing really else in there. Uh, this cabinet is meant to hold this small arsenal of weapons. Uh, okay. Below you, there is a table with four chairs on it that looks like a playing table, almost like poker or cards. Uh, the three wolves, there is a fireplace that is on, two stuffed chairs, a wine crate, and Stolas standing in front of this other cabinet. Okay. Stolas. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, let, uh, I'm just, I'll 
if uh, Stolas a chance to do something. Yeah, Stolas, what uh, what would you like to do? I'm going to uh, round the corner there at the door. Okay. Uh, pet the uh, stuffed wolf there on my way out. <laughs> oh, you're a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll uh, uh, I'll I'll join uh, Burn in the that room with the uh, near the stairs rather. Okay. Perfect. Uh, Burn is fiddling with a hat, or putting it in his backpack. I, I don't know. Burn, do you, want, do you want them to know that you found this hat, or what, what is your interaction? Yeah, let me show it to Stolas, dude. Check this out. Look at this hat I found. It's a nice hat. Yeah, it's a magic hat. Awesome. <laughs> 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 uh, so funny. <laughs> uh... What's with the what's with the Inquisition? <laughs> it's just a magic hat, okay. Like Frosty the Snowman's hat. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> nice, I guess. <laughs> Thanks. That's all I want. <laughs> Stolos and Burn, you hear from upstairs a thud. And then the scrambling of what sounds like little feet uh, on hardwood. Dude, did you hear that? I heard it. The hell was that? Should we go up there? Hell yeah, I'm itching for a fight anyway. That's what we came here for, isn't it? Cool. Well, I'll go up first. And I follow. <laughs> Still, you're going first. <laughs> I would stand behind Burn. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go like this. Uh, Okay, you guys go up the stairs. Sorry, bear with me for one moment here. I think if I just run all four rooms simultaneously, it'll be a little easier on the whole whole team. Can you guys make this out okay? Yep. Yeah. Zach, servant. Fireplace. Fireplace. Sword above the fireplace. Um, two goblets. Names. Stola. Uh, Burner, you headed up first. Uh, I was Stola was taking point, but yeah, I'll walk up to her. Okay. Um, Stolas, when you crest the top of the stairs, there's another fireplace. Uh, you can make out four suits of armor. Uh, and then two doors. Do you want to be here, Stolas? Uh, I'll be there, kind of like in the middle of the room. That'll be fine. Okay. Burn, I assume you're right behind her? Yeah. Okay, this stairs continue up uh, behind you, Burn, to a third level. Uh, and then down to where you guys just were. And in this room... Uh, area of the house... This is room number six. Yeah, six, the upper hall. Uh, oil lamps ignite uh, along the walls behind these four um, large suits of armor uh, clad in full plate. Uh, you can see above the fireplace that also ignites uh, is a painting. Uh, and yeah, how would you like to proceed, Stolas? 
I'd like to uh, observe the uh, painting since that seems to be directly above the uh, the flame. Okay. Yes, uh, you can make out uh, as you look at the painting. It says Gustav and Elizabeth Durst, uh, and their two children, Rose and Thorn. It's uh, <laughs> cradled in the father's arm is a swaddled baby, uh, as well in black cloth. The father looks gaunt, drawn, and sad. The mother is not looking at the husband. In fact, her head is facing opposite, almost in profile. And then the two children that you saw from outside, uh, which you now know their names are Rose and Thorn. Okay, well, first of all, you didn't need to tell me that the dad looked gaunt just by looking at these kids. (laughs) Creepy. And where oh, are these like, kids? Are they still outside? Yeah. Uh, yeah? Until we clear it or what? Yeah. Okay. They're they're in the fog. They are the fog. <laughs> that may yeah. very well be. Uh, that may these, very well be. <laughs> these suits of armor also, uh, each of them has a spear and a shield. Uh, emblazoned across the shield, you can see the windmill again on a red field. Uh, the golden windmill. Uh, the spears are relatively long, and then the the armor itself is black plate that comes to a wolf's head where the visor would be. That is stylish. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say. I like these. <laughs> I'm glad you're liking these, but we need to figure out what the hell was making that noise. Mm-hmm. True. Uh... Which room should we check? Um, let's see. Uh, where are we? Right here? Uh, Second floor. Second floor, yes. I mean, we could split up. Uh, I'll go left, you go right. Scream if you see anything. Sure, I'll do that. The ta- what a tactician burn is. <laughs> okay. I'm going to move uh, right. All right. We will move I guess. you yeah, there right. We go. Uh, and that is room eight. So I will put you here, Stolas, and I'll give you a small description. Uh, it's a library. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're going to yeah. pop over to Burn here really quick. Burn, you're going left? Yeah. You go into the room itself? I peek my head in real carefully. Okay. So you're standing next to these sweet, sweet armor sets. Oh, good lord, they're beautiful. But um, they're too small for me, right? I don't know. I mean, they're relatively large, whether or not they're real armor. Do you want to check them out? Yeah, let me check them out. Yeah, man. So they each have like a, a kite shield that's red, uh, has the red plane on it with the the windmill logo again. The spears are ornate. You think that they're very nice spears. The armor you do stand head and shoulders over the armor, oh. um, but I mean the helmet's pretty fucking cool. Mm, but I have a big head, don't I? I don't know. I mean, you you also have a magic hat now too. But that's true. <laughs> the the room that you just poke your head into, uh, comically fast, I would think, uh, um, is a conservatory. So in there, there's chairs, there's a harp, a piano. Then you pull your head back out, 
And you just wait. No, no instruments magically playing themselves. You haven't entered the room yet, my dude. Oh. Alright, let me walk back in there. Okay. Uh, as you enter, yes. Uh, classical music begins to play. Ding, 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 ding. And uh, Fireplace Ignites. The harp begins to play beautiful, sullen music. Uh, almost almost a lament. Kind of kind of makes you sad a little bit. Uh, and the piano is ominously playing. Stolas. <laughs> you yell across the room to Stolas. Stolas, I already don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are also three windows, Dean, facing uh, out to the front of the house that are covered by heavy drapery that blocks out any light that would could be coming through. That's creepy. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's burned. Not Stolas. Let me get this a beat. Stolas, you come running back across. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna join Burn. <laughs> okay, Just Stolas, to make sure you get... he's not... You get to there, Stolas, and then we're gonna jump back to Zack really quick. Zack, uh, I'm gonna Yo. cheat as the Dungeon Master because I feel like you're being left out. And oh, it's, it's fine. It's been an hour. Yeah, boy, Your I got an owl. Your unseen servant disappears, your owl apparates. Apparate, your Albus, baby. Albus Dumbledog. Well, Wait, what is it? It's an owl. You have an owl? Yeah. Oh, cool. Now you have two His owls. name is Vor. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> we got a big owl, baby owl. <laughs> uh, where would you All like right. to go, Zach? Uh, so I take it the J is... Um, J is James. Okay, Terrence. You can hear him rifling through <laughs> stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm getting him goblets. Am I, am I aware where um, Burn and Stolas are? Nope, but we can, uh, we'll give you the 10 second tour, we'll move you up to here. Uh, you passed several paintings of the family that I said earlier. Uh, the, the Durst family, the little boy, the little girl, mom and dad, there's no fifth person, just in case you guys missed that, the baby yeah. uh, that was wrapped in back cloth. You enter, there's a sword above a fireplace. Wow. Uh, there is the grand doors as you walk in. The ones that were stained glass lock behind you. Perfect. Oh. Um, I'm gonna move to the edge of the staircase, and I'm going to um, send my owl up the staircase to the second floor, and I'll say, Ooh. "Burn Stolas, if you see my owl, please let me know." Your owl? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's right here. <laughs> the only other owl that's in the, in the building. Does he mean you? Perfect. And so, Stolas, as you are walking out, you hear um, footsteps downstairs and doors locking as the three doors to the house have now locked to the way out. Oh, boy. Um, you see an owl come fluttering up the, the staircase, and as you walk past these suits of armor... You are struck in the side by one of the suits of armor, taking seven points of damage. I'm also assuming 17 hits your armor class. Wow. Does 17 hit? Uh, Go ahead and roll initiative. Okay, let's see. Uh Uh-oh. Look what the owl did. The owl woke them up. I got a 14. They were both... Dude, you you, you send the owl up there and you got Stolas hit. That was that, not my. Dude. They hate, they hate owls. Maybe. 
They're Stolas is an owl. They're owl racists. <laughs> Dean, what did Literal. you roll? For initiative. And that'll be your d20. Oh, plus me too? Yep, the whole team. d20 plus oh. dexterity if you have it. d20. Oh, we add dexterity? Yes, ma'am. Oh, that would be 16 then. Alright. Uh, is that, that's not my saving throw, right? Nope, not your saving throw. Just okay, dexterity. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, so I rolled a 13. Okay. A nat 13. I don't nice. have dexterity. <laughs> I don't have dexterity. <laughs> yeah, it's I just, really don't. Just massive. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, Zach, what did you get? Uh, do I have to roll this at disadvantage? Why would you roll with a disadvantage? Because I'm Cause exhausted. exhausted. Level one. Yeah, it's not. Technically, it's an ability check, but I'm going to say no. Okay. My initiative was 14, and I get pl- uh, uh, You said plus dex, right? Yep. 15. There's all. There's also a, a box that should say like INT on it for initiative. Oh, for initiative bonus or dexterity bonus? Oh well, the initiative God. bonus is your dexterity bonus, but just in case, mm. just saying. Right, right. I see. I see. Oh, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're You right. said 15. Hang on, let me... I don't know where you're even seeing that. Okay, What about yeah. you, James? Uh, okay. Uh, I have uh, 16 total. Dini, what's your dex? Oh, I see the initiative plus one. Okay. Uh, let's see. My dex is 14, and it's a plus two. Cody, do I need to roll for the owl, or is it just going to use my initiative? Uh, <laughs> there, if you look through this spell, it should say it either acts on your turn as an action or bonus action, depending on what it's doing. Uh, technically, it has its own. Uh, it rolls for initiative, but it, uh, oh. a lot of the guides that I see say most DMs usually just have it. Uh, Kind of like take its turn alongside the player. Do you want it to but have its, its own your- initiative? Uh, no, as as the player, would you rather have it act either in tandem with you? So you take your turn, then the owl takes its turn, or vice versa. Or vice versa. Yeah, that's fine. Just so it's easier for you, that's fine. Okay. Um, these armors begin to reverberate as they come alive. Start to oh, twerkulate it. They reverberate. No twerkulate. Oh. Makes you think of Trundle. Oh, poor Trundle. I miss Trundle. What was his name? Torment? No. <laughs> Torbus? Tor- Timbus. Timbus. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, James, you have the first initiative. So from where well, I'm down. At, s- yeah, can I get back? Can I get up there? Uh, you hear Dini scream as something heavy shifts upstairs uh, and. A spear is driven into her. You oh, are Jesus 5, Christ. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50 feet away. Mm. Uh, let me go, grab them gold goblets before I leave the room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, I told you I was in this for the money. <laughs> Uh, technically, you don't know they're there because Jeannie hasn't told you about them. But if you want to look oh, for the other cabinet before going upstairs, I will allow you to do so. But that will be your yeah. action to walk over and check it out. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. All right, you walk over, check it out, and there are two goblets worth fifty gold pieces a piece. I take both. Okay. Is there anything uh, there's else in there? A, there's a set of playing cards. Uh huh. 
That's it. That, that's it? Oh, some I'll wine. The... I mean... Nice. All right, well, I'll take Should the wine. Go. There are six bottles of wine in there. Jesus okay. Christ. I'll take, all, I'll take uh, just two of them. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to say that's your whole action as you ravage the shelf. Uh, yep, but if you, if you wanted to move, I would put you uh, at the top of the stairs here since you are carrying a load. Or, excuse me, yeah. 35, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Put you here. Okay, and I'm going to take the cards as well. Yeah, go ahead and add those to your inventory. Yeah. I'm just putting them in miscellaneous possessions right now. Is that, or do I put them in item and location? Uh, you know, it's your. I can figure that out later. Yeah. yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it later. Cody, when you share the uh, screen, you can hit share window, and that way you don't have to keep going to like the endless loop on the. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, so it'll be share, share screen, and then it'll be share window, and then you can click your photos window. Nice. Okay, let me stop sharing. Share. Just because I know you have that word doc, and it keeps popping up over everything else. Window. I want. And then to just, just pick the photos. Share this one. Nice. Just, and then I can uh, tab through and you guys can't see anything that way? Exactly. Yeah, that way That's you can nice. kind of have your notes without revealing them to us or whatever. Yeah, it's just initiative. Uh, but yeah, perfect. Uh, James, all right, you are now on the stairs. Uh, okay. Dean, That's my turn. The southernmost closest uh, creature, uh, animated suit of armor with the snarling wolf's head has poked you with a spear in the side. How would you like uh, to proceed? I would like to use um, Hellish Rebuke. Mm. All right. And let's pull it up on my end here. Hellish Rebuke. So for Hellish Rebuke, you point your finger at the target and you say, no, I have to make a dexterity saving throw or take 2d10 fire damage or half. And since you are casting it above first level, Uh, it'll be 3d10 since you're a warlock and you're level 3. You have level 2 slots. I rolled a hot 7. Yeah. So I will take 3d10 fire damage. So I just roll 3d10s? Yep. And you'll tell me uh, what, uh, what That would what be 15. Nice. Uh, the armor is immolated in fire and takes damage. And that was one more time. How much on that? Uh, that was. Let me check. Fifteen. Fifteen. Nice. <clears throat> Okie dokie. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Um, <laughs> I'd like to. Uh, shout at Burn to come help me. Come see me. <laughs> uh, Burn, on top of Stolas getting hit, you hear her yell for you from the other room. Holy shit! I'm on my way! Burn's on his way. Uh, Zach, it is your turn. I would like to move up the stairs. Alright, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 puts you right here. You can kind of see through uh, you're not quite up the... Oh, no, wrong color. You're not quite up the stairs. Do I get line of sight on number four? Uh, on the fourth... Uh, or I get, this is a suit of armor, correct? That I'm observing? Yeah, yeah you can see... Um, 
Dini has emulated the suit of armor standing at the top of the stairs that is turned to face her. Uh, you can't quite make out the other suits, but yes, you have line of sight on it. Okay, uh, I would like to... Let's see. Uh, can I... Let me ask you this. For ability checks during combat, can I do that? And I guess would that take my action, or do I get that as a bonus action? Uh, you tell me what you're trying to accomplish, and I'll tell you how we get there. Okay, so our, so I believe, um, I, I, at least I would assume, because Burn and Stolas have been up here for a while, that these suits of armor were awoken. So I, I just want to kind of oh, use just... Arc- Arcana to see if a sleep spell might put them back to whatever state of sleep they were in before. Uh, you, we'll, we'll base this off of your passive perception. Okay. Uh, you think that they are, being, being that you're versed in magic, we'll, we'll take this route. Being that you're versed in magic, these are inanimate creatures and therefore cannot be put to sleep. Okay, perfect. Okay, thank you for that. Uh, I would like to do, let me see. I will do Mind Spike. Mind on uh, number four. Whoa. Uh, give it. Give us some flavor text. Tell me about mind target spike. takes three d eight psychic damage. Wisdom save for one half. On a failed save, you know the location of the target uh, until the spell ends. The target cannot become invisible slash hidden for you. Uh, I will not be overpowering it though. Okay, you cast mind spike. You uh, focus your will into your staff. I presume. Yes, of course. And point uh, this psionic wave of energy. You can almost see the the world ripple around it as it hits the suit of armor. And typically, uh, when you use Mind Spike, you can see the physical pain reel back. As it hits the armor, it splashes off and has no effect on it. Uh, It is an inanimate construct. And you think that the psychic damage associated with it would not actually harm it because it's not a thinking living being. It is more or less a mechanical construct. Okay. Wow. Well, that's my turn. Um, Dean. Big old Dean. Yeah, Big yeah. Me, Dean. Burn. How would you like to proceed, brother? What, what are you up to? Uh, I run directly to Stolos. Uh, okay. Uh, do you want to be in this square? Or this square? Uh. Top or bottom? I guess top. Okay. Oh yeah, by the fire. Yeah, by the fire. Uh, yeah, you can see Dini kind of. Her side is bleeding. The number four on the bottom right has attacked her. The other suits of armor are still standing at attention and have not acted yet. If I if I may, Cody, can I take my owl's action before? Uh, oh, Dean's I totally turn? forgot about your owl. Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, I will do the help action to the. Um, the suit of armor closest to uh, Dini, I take it number four. So, with taking the help action, uh, two things. One, if you designate that you're doing it to the suit of armor, you would be implying that you are helping the armor, not Dini. Two, you have to designate how you're helping, just narratively. So, I assume you want to help Dini in some way. I want to help Dean with his attack. Okay. It, it, the rule just says another creature gets advantage on one ability check or melee right. attack. I got you. So, uh, you know, it'll just start, like, you know, birding around, like, you know, kind of just yeah. flapping and getting up in his face to distract also, him a bit. It dive bombs, number three. Uh, I believe number four. four. Number four is what you want? You got it, bud. 
Yeah. Move that down here. Uh, then it actually doesn't have to move out of the square. Then it it dive bombs around and kind of does some sick owl-esque maneuvers. It's very in its element uh, in this closed environment. Um, the ceiling, as you know, you're talking 15, 20 foot ceiling, so it's able to get into that dive bomb and really distract number four for Dean. Awesome. Sorry about that, Dean. Just wanted to help you out. That's a, yeah, that's okay. Okay, so only one of these things is attacking us currently? Uh, number four is the only one that has taken an action so far in this combat. It, uh... <coughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I guess let me just attack it. Uh, yeah. let me, can I taunt it? Dean, if you wanted to, you could pick it up and throw it down the stairs. I was gonna <laughs> throw it into the fire because it seems like the fire. Yeah, you want to pick it. it up and make a thrown attack. You haven't, you have not declared technically that you've drawn your weapon. You have just merely moved into the room. If okay. you want to grab this with your big giant Goliath hands and throw some weight around, do it. Yeah, let's do that. That's why I wanted to be close to the fires because I wanted to throw them into the. I fire. mean, you could. Which is a contested strength check, uh, and then you can move around with it if you win, uh, or throw it from where you're at into the fire. Whatever you want to do, man. Yeah, let me <laughs> let me pick this bitch up. All right. Uh, so you you see your friend, your compatriot Stolos, who you've been on many adventures with, and you seize the fucking shit out of this thing. Go ahead and roll strength uh, at advantage. So you'll roll your d20, add strength. Okay. Uh... Let's see, that was a nat 14 plus 5. Uh, yeah, this suit of armor is so caught off guard, uh, <laughs> not even paying attention to you, <laughs> that when you pick it up, it drops its shield and its spear, uh, and you have it. I rolled a 5. Hell yeah. All right, let me walk this bitch over to the fire. <laughs> uh, yeah, are you kind of uh, so? So you grapple with it, and then you kind of get one hand uh, on the back part of its armor, and one hand where the waistband would be, and just throw it in, walk it in. What do you do? Uh, I guess let me walk a little closer because I don't want to throw it and miss. No, you're good. <laughs> yeah, then just chuck this thing in there. <laughs> Cool. Uh, you chuck it in the fire. Um, it takes one damage from being thrown, uh, and then the fire itself starts to burn the suit of armor. Uh, it doesn't take damage immediately, uh, but it will if it stays there. Uh, and it, it's like fetal position in there. So you have at least, for now, made number four not a threat. Okay. Can I, uh, can I bonus action, I guess, draw my weapon? Oh, yeah, sure, totally. Pull, okay. You pull Horse Cutter out. Or, yeah, either one of my swords. Yeah. Oh, I think good. technically I have one sword, but... <laughs> you have javelins? Are you, uh, do you also draw your shield? Are you sword and shield, or are you two-handed on the sword? Uh, you know what? I do have a shield, um, but on my, on my character sheet, I really only have one sword. Right. There is a sword downstairs, too, if you wanted another sword. It's the same type of sword you have. But oh. nicer. Maybe not as sentimentally as nice as the sword that you have, though. Um. Yeah, fucking Ozol, get your owl to bring me that sword. <laughs> <laughs> I guess let me draw my shield just in case they attack. I at least can right. defend myself. You, you, you initiate the sword and board initiative. Cool. Cool beats. Uh, and it's my turn. Uh, number four is going to see... Nope. 
It does not get up, and it takes an additional five fire damage for a total of six. It's not looking so hot. It's looking very hot, actually. <laughs> is, is, are we observing that this is a combustible, like the suit of metal is actually catching fire, or is it just heating up and sort of getting like red hot? That's a really good question, Zach. What you observe is streaks of magical energy that begin to fade and dissipate. So one of the one of the arms on the suit of armor that was animated just falls off inside the fireplace it's and is no longer animating. Okay. Uh, it's not looking so high. It's it's well, it on its last third of health. Oh. Um. Being that you have attacked their brethren, Dean. Uh, two and three snap to attention and salute each other uh, hands across the test while holding their spears and each of them will try and make an attack at you let's fucking attack first that's a 19 to hit and a 20 to hit I believe your armor class right now is 19 so am I correct on that my armor class is a 19, yes. Alright, so since I'm attacking, that goes to me. Um, you are stabbed twice for a total of 6, 8, 9, 10, 11 damage total. Uh, one from each spear. Ching, ching. Okay. Uh, number one snaps and salutes to attention. Uh, looks over at you, Burn. Looks at Stolos. And then looks up at your bird, Zach, and it mm-hmm. turns, cocks its arm back, and throws its spear at your owl. Okay. Do I get to dodge the... I have different stats for my owl. Uh, yeah, let me pull up owl stats for you. Owl. Just tell me, I got it right here if you want to just tell me what you oh. I need. Uh, what is its armor class? 11. 11. I rolled a 12. Uh, plus two, so fourteen. Hang. Uh, okay. Uh, that is three damage to your owl. Okay, so let me. So HP it says one parentheses one d four minus one. What does one d four minus one mean? Uh, that Do would be if you, roll, <laughs> if you were to roll. If you were to roll its stats. Um. Sometimes with one, the though. stat blocks, yeah. So it's just one. Okay. Uh, so your Listen. owl goes. And disappears. We knew him well. As Ooh, his spear but hits it. That's one less attack that we took. That's right. Nice. Uh, that took you this... an hour and a half to get that owl up. I tried to. Of... I, hey, we got one dude in the fire because of that advantage. And we uh, had one less attack. And then it sticks true. in the wall at the top of the stairs uh, where that spear's at. And he lost his spear. Look at that. It's like the gifts just keep on giving. Uh, back to the talk to the order. James. You are below Zach. You want to scurry up the stairs and sneaky sneak? What are you up to? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually go into sneak mode again for sure. Okay. Uh, because I want to do a sneak attack. Yeah. Ah. Uh, go ahead and roll me stealth really quick, even though in a couple minutes it's not gonna matter. Okay. Uh. Uh, thirteen total. Perfect. Uh, you okay. sneak up past uh, Zach. You feel the the beautiful hands of your your elven friend as he shimmers past you up the stairs, 
And let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, or 35. So you could hit one or two or three, depending on where you want it to be, James. Uh, I think I'm going to hit uh, three. Okay. That, that way I'm close. I'll try and help out Stole Asler. So, Burn, you're technically in the fireplace, but I'm Bright Giant, so you're, you're sharing that... Out of that five foot square, you're there, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, so you go in attack number three. Go ahead and roll uh, with advantage because you are sneaky, and I failed yep. my checks. Okay, so I'm rolling. I'm using my uh, rapier, by the way. Okay. So that's a d8 plus five, and then. So uh, uh, go ahead and roll your d20 first. You roll d20 plus proficiency okay. plus dexterity. Okay. Uh, but you have advantage again, so you'll roll 2d20s to take the highest. Okay, so that will roll one. Uh, the highest is a natural three. Not oh, great. Oh, man. Uh, so you, you lunge with the rapier, and it is you meet shield as it... Uh, yeah. You can't quite get the angle on it. Are you dual wielding by chance? Do you have a second weapon, or are you just using the rapier? Uh, no, I'm just using the rapier. rapier. Alright, man. Uh, good try, though. Uh, you are technically still stealthed, um, but you have made an attack, so number three is aware of your situation, while two and one are yep. not. Cool. Dini. Yes. Uh, I'd like to use a shocking grasp on number three. Nice. Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll that. Is that just a regular d20? Uh, yes, you'll roll the d20 plus your spell attack modifier. That would be 18. 18 hits. Uh, go ahead and roll a d8. I got an 8. 8. Nice. Number three, takes eight point of armor. Uh, you you feel the magical resistance of this armor, or not resistance, I'm sorry, wrong word. You feel the magical energy of this armor uh, as you reach out and strike it with your, your talons in there and the lightning comes out and strikes all over the armor and you can see some of that animating energy shift uh, as you attack it. Uh, Zach and his owl, or no, owl's Zach. Dead, Zach. Owl's hurt my heart. I had, I'm taking him the owl out of initiative. The poor I'm owl. gonna move up to the to the edge of the red there. Okay. That uh, that corner on the right ah, side where right uh, uh, number four used to be. Okay. And I will. Each of these is like five feet. These little squares are ten feet. Uh, five feet. Five feet. Okay. I will use magic missile on number three. Nice. It okay, hits. So magic missile is each dart deals one d four plus one force damage. And it's, uh, I'll do all three darts at number three. Force! Nice. Hey, guys, okay, want to so see me, uh, Zach casting magic missiles? Oh, yes. four! Look at that! So, okay, so four um, plus one is five, so 15. Uh, you so have to roll them individually, three. my dude. Oh, I don't know. I'm I sorry. People say you roll them. One dice for each, for all the darts. One for each dart. I don't dart. know, Cody. Okay, so that's four. That's five. three. Okay. Oh, okay, so that was a three plus one, so that's four. So five plus four is nine. And then that's a one, so two. So 11. 
Nice. Chung chung chung. Uh, you see these physical orbs come up around Zack's staff as they streak across and strike number three in the head. Chung chung chung. Denting the uh, animated armor. Dean. Nice. Yo. It's still alive. Hold on, right, real quick. I want to show uh, the thing. Yeah. Commercial break. It's uh, Zach. Zach's character casting magic missiles. Nice. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> fucking love that. Very cool. Yeah, so. I don't know what your staff looks like, so I just did a whole bunch of them. That's amazing, dude. Holy cow. <laughs> I did burn. I don't know how to. Uh, oh, here it is. Oh, yeah, I gotta save this one. Wow. Uh, dude, you got a real talent, my guy. Can you see that one? Yeah. Love that. Cody, check private chat. I didn't, I didn't color mine, but I've been working on it. I think it's one dice for all the darts, regardless of the number of creatures you hit. Let's pull it up here. Magic. Yeah, it does say that, yeah. Let me check the compendium super quick on the yeah. inside of things. Fool! I'm just kidding. Yeah, because once you get to higher levels, it's like more and more dice, so I think to make it simple, they just do one die for all the missiles. So, on the compendium, you create three glowing darts of magical energy. Each dart hits a creature of your choice that you can see within range. A dart deals 1d4 plus 6, plus, excuse me, 1d4 plus 1 force damage to its target. The darts all streak simultaneously and you can direct them to hit one creature or several. So, based on the language, you create three glowing darts. One, two, three. Each dart hits a creature of your choice. You can see so within the range. Yeah, I'll send you this quote. It's from the rules designer of the game. He says you roll oh, one dice. Mike Merles? Uh, Jeremy Cof Crawford? I don't like Jeremy Crawford. <laughs> yeah, fuck Jeremy. Yeah, Shout fuck out to Jeremy Crawford. Crawford. <laughs> it says rules designer Jeremy Crawford addressed this question in September 2016. Right. Magic missile. You roll one damage die. See damage rules. Player's handbook 196. Player's handbook 196. I'm fine if you want to rule it that way, but I, I kind of like the idea that it was like kind of like an all-in type of thing. Hold on, bear with me. Yeah. We're doing some litigation, ladies and gentlemen. Bear with us. <laughs> I'll be, uh, damage. Uh, page 196, player's handbook. Each weapon, spell, or harmful monster ability specifies the damage it deals. You roll the damage die, or dice, and add any modifiers and apply the damage to your target. Magic weapons, special abilities, and other factors can grant a bonus to damage and you attack with a weapon. 1d4 plus 1, baby. A spell tells you which dice to roll for damage, whether you and to add any modifiers. 1d4 plus 1, uh, If a spell or other effect deals damage to more than one target at the same time, roll the dice once for all of them. Yes, sir, Zach, I stand corrected. I apologize. Can I do 15 damage, then, instead of, I think, like, 9? Uh, it would be four. Yeah, go ahead. Why not? Hell yeah, baby. Is he bloodied? Or I guess the non-blood-having equivalent of bloodied? 
Uh, he is below bloodied. He is critical. Oh. Hey, there we go. Thank you Cody, for big, allowing me to bigger uh, force. Oh no, I, I always appreciate uh, just to break game here really quick as a dungeon master. I always appreciate having rules, and I'm, I'm more than willing to go outside the rules if you guys want to do something cool, uh, just for player things. Because I, I think I just rolled creativity D20 is for part the darts of D&D. Because I'm creative. <laughs> <laughs> but kidding. that that's nice. I actually didn't know that, so thank you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Um, Burn, it's your turn, my guy. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Um, did I close that window? No, I didn't close that window. Thank God. Uh, how would you like to act? You have one in the feeble, feeble position in the fire. Uh, number three had not small balls of force, but big balls to the face. Hell oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, okay, Dean, it's your turn. Yep. Okay, so I have my I have my shield out. You have your shield out. Uh, let's Can see you show can... the the map again, please? Oh uh, yeah, it should. I bring it back up. in. No, uh, you keep taking it off. I'll bring it back in. That's fine. Oh, sorry. okay. Thank you. <clears throat> um, can I? Uh, Maybe throw my shield. Have it ricochet around the room and back to your hand? Motherfucker, you Captain America. Fucking Steve Rogers, bro. I will let you Carter, guys. God. Twenty twenty one babies. Which is the one with all the balls on his face? Number three. She has mystical balls that dented his face mask. Okay, let me throw my shield at this dude. Number three. Uh, okay. Don't you have a sword? Throw. I don't think I got my sword yet. Because the only one in my inventory is my horse cutting sword, and I can't wield that with the shields. Oh, oh, oh! I see, I see. So I'm, if you I'm, are after we're done here, I'm gonna go take that other sword. An improvised thrown weapon yeah. has to be in a normal range of twenty feet or more or greater. Uh, as an action, you can attempt to throw an object between 5 to 20 feet. Anything over 20 feet is considered a difficult task. Alright, let me just grab this guy, too. Uh, I mean, you have your sword out. You can attack, Dean. One or two-handed. But <laughs> you're just going to chuck him in the fire, too? Might as well. Uh, okay. Seems to be working. Oh, my God. Burn don't need no sword. You it's can do it, Cold Steve Austin, man. Yeah, four might even get some uh, throw damage. So, there's that. All right, Burn. Uh, make a contested strength check against said animated armor. The uh, twenty. Uh, eighteen plus two is twenty as well. You are in the throes of a grapple. You grab him, and he grabs back. Uh oh. Aroused. Oh. No. Um, being that neither of us can resolve the action, we are stuck, essentially struggling back and forth. Who? Huh. Huh. Uh, I'm wrong. You're a Goliath. Did you roll an advantage? Uh, oh, no, I didn't. Go ahead and roll an advantage. That's two d20s? Uh, yeah, so roll a second d20 and see if you can roll higher than whatever you rolled. Uh, this is a 19. So 19 plus your 5? Yeah, it's twenty four, which is higher than mine. Throw you that grab him. Fire. Throw that bitch yeah. in the fire, burn. You throw him in the fire. You got it, Ozul. 
Ozol. O- Ozol. O- Ozol. How dare you? How dare you speak to me in such a way? Hey, where's your owl? <laughs> How dare you, DM? Hey, that owl got a weapon out of the way, got an attack out of the way, got advantage for the fire guy. That Dude, owl did right. everything it could. All right, uh, what was his name? Vor. He can Dean? come back in like another hour. Dean, roll me. Glenn. Glenn. Roll me a owl. d6, and then roll me a secondary d6. Okay, these, the first d6 is a three, and then the other one is a four. Not good. 10, 25. They are both on just death's door. Oh my god. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, Alright, animated armor's turn. Number two uh, oh, looks at you uh, being that you have now stuffed two of its brothers in the fireplace <laughs> uh, and is just so mad. So, so mad. He's going to make an attack at you. Okay. Uh-oh. Can we talk about uh, how fucked up these little fucking statues are? The least threatening animal in the entire room. They fucking yeeted a spear at him. Yeah. <laughs> Monsters are smart, man. It's fine. Uh, that's a Rip 20 more. to hit you, Dean. Uh, 18 plus 2. And then... Uh, that's... 11... 12, 13 damage to you, Dean. <laughs> Uh, number one, being that it doesn't have a weapon, Zach, it charges you. You said 13 okay. damage? 13 damage, yes, sir. Uh, uh, so he... he's charging me? What is exactly does that mean? Uh, nothing at the moment. He runs okay. over and attempts to grab you. Uh, make a strength saving throw. Um, oh boy. Let me ask you this. Since yeah. he's grabbing me... Mm-hmm. Does that can I trigger my uh, uh, reaction spell or is that only if the does damage? What reaction spell would you like to trigger if it's a ac- if it applies? Uh, yes. Well, I want to ask because I don't want to burn another spell slot. Uh, sure. Sh- uh, shield. So shield only affects your armor, right? Okay, I don't have armor. If you, well, I have AC, but I don't have armor. Right, it only affects your armor class. Shield, which would make it from. Let's see, eleven to sixteen, which would be very right. Helpful. So the um in this context, no, it does not apply because it's only buffing your AC. Okay. Um, and he's not physically damaging you as much as he's just, he is he's trying just like to holding grab you. Uh, okay. He is going okay. to attempt to a grapple against you. Okay. To make uh, so it you said a strength, strength saving throw. Oh no, I'm sorry, contested strength check. Contested strength check. Yep. Uh, hang on, we're getting some echo. Oh, we're getting Someone. Some echo. Someone. Testing one two three. Uh, James, you, uh, James, you, you got some echo going on, got buddy. Some echo going on, buddy. James. James. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You got echo going yeah, on, buddy. You got echo going on, buddy. No, I know. Sorry, I'm, I, my headset. I had, I had to unplug it for a second. Just give me a second. Okay, I'm gonna mute yeah. you while I. Okay, so um, I'm sorry, Cody. What did you say? A contested strength check. So what does that mean? So make a, just roll a d20 and add strength. Okay, so let me. But I take it at a disadvantage because I'm exhausted. So two d20s. Correct. Okay. So the first d20 is a 15 minus one because my ability scores minus one, so that's a 14. And then my second one is a 16 minus one is 15. Okay. Do you have so the 15. athletics skill at all? Um, the athletics is is minus one, same as the strength. Okay. 
Uh, yes, he picks you up. What a fucking bitch. Are you okay. ready for the best part about this? Yes. Unhand me. Throws you over the edge. Oh my god. Can I now cast uh, Mage Armor or uh, Shield? <laughs> Would that benefit me in this case? No. <laughs> what? Uh, you plummet one story down uh, and hit okay. the marble floor. Go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw or an athletics check. Uh, acrobatics check. Let's see. I'll do acrobatics check. Uh, and I'm going... Okay, so let me ask you this. For portent, um, since it's at a disadvantage, how does portent work? Is the portent to substitute for... I guess like roll. You roll two d20s. Portent is before you roll. Oh, before you roll. Okay, then yes, then you can just substitute it for whatever the roll would be. Uh, let me pull it up here because I don't want to misquote. Yeah. Portent. I mean, you could burn both technically. Well, that's a lot to When burn. you finish the long roll 2d20, record number, place attack roll, saving throw, or ability check. You must choose to do so before the roll, and you can replace a roll in this way only once per turn. Each foretelling roll can be used once. When you finish a long rest, you lose any unused foretelling rolls, but I believe you can... Yeah, when you finish your roll again. I'm going to say, Zach... <clears throat> let's, let's twist this a little bit, because I don't want you to waste it. Okay. It's technically supposed to happen before. I fully acknowledge that on stream. Go ahead and roll both, and okay. then if either of them are lower than 17, at, before you hit the ground, well, it will say it triggers your portent ability. No, I guess that's, that's it. We're just going to say, go ahead and burn one of your portent abilities to, to make this check then. Okay. I'll is, is that burn. what you're wanting to do? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm an old okay. feeble man. I don't really want to die falling down some stairs in the first <laughs> hour and 40 minutes of our Jesus campaign. Christ. So I will do the 17 plus one for acrobatics. I get a okay. plus one for acrobatics. Uh, 18, you land on your feet and only take one damage. Hey! Wow. Hell yeah, that wow. worked perfectly. Thank you. Okay, so let me subtract one from my HP. I, I think it gets messy if I let you, for later on, if I was to let you roll. And then and roll, then, and then, yeah, I see what you're saying. Because well, one of them would be 17, but it's still at disadvantage, so you'd be wasting it in my mind. So i just ruling it across the board to use portent to land. Okay, that's fine. Thank you. <clears throat> you're welcome. Uh, and that's the end of my turn. Uh, back to the top with James. Uh, you see your oh. old wizard friend go, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. And then and fucking backflip and land that bitch. <laughs> fucking Matrix. All right, now, now technically speaking, this uh, suit of armor should have its back to me if he's hucked him over the stairs, right? Yeah. So can, I do, uh, can I backstab? Of course, yeah. yeah. He Throw that bitch down the stairs, too. Yep. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm just gonna, kidding. Yeah. Don't do that. He's, he's coming do down, baby. <laughs> right on top of Zach. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, backstab this right. uh, guy. So and roll two d twenties. Take the highest result. Uh, and I add my dexterity. Yeah. Yes, you'll add a dexterity and proficiency bonus. Okay. Uh, okay. So I have a natural sixteen. And plus two, so that's eighteen. Plus five, I believe, is your dexterity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. It's plus seven total. Yeah. Yep, so you weigh hit with 25. Uh, no. 23. 23. Yep. 
go ahead and give me damage on number one. Okay, so it's a D8 plus five. So, shit, only one plus a six. <laughs> don't you get stun attack damage? Uh, e, uh, sneak attack. Oh, yes. Uh, is, yeah, plus 2d6. So six plus... 2d6. Oh, another one. Oh, my God. And then a two, so uh, nine altogether. Hey, hey. Nine damage is nine damage. Uh, you have yeah. now been spotted uh, and are out of stealth. Yeah. Okay. Perfect, Amundo. Um, Dini. Uh, Zach has been thrown down the stairs. James sneaks across and attacks. Burn is, I guess, burning and turning at this point with these guys in the fire. That's why they call him Burn, baby. Disco Inferno. Burn, motherfucker. Burn. How would you like to proceed, Miss Stolas? Um, Mr. Stolas, excuse me. <laughs> uh, I would like to cast um, Eldritch Blast on number two. Nice. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you'll roll your d20 and add s- uh, your spell attack modifier, which I want to say is 7. Awesome, that would be a 16. Uh, not quite enough. Uh, you aim a little high and it goes kind of off and to the left. Damn it! <laughs> striking the wall behind him. Um, on your character sheet, uh, I want to say it's either on the bottom right of, of the first main page, or bottom left, they're uh, under Eldritch Invocations. I think you have something for Eldritch Blast, just as a heads up. Might be worth uh, sneaking a peek at. Wait, on what page? On the front page, where all your stats are, if you scroll down. I'm pulling up Google Sheets right now. All right, I'm in here with you. So, the front tab scroll down uh under class you have awakened mind devil sight and repelling blast so if you hit with eldridge blast the creature is pushed 10 feet just as a heads up uh okay zach yo do you stand up uh of course i'm gonna stand up does that take an action or is that just a given It, it takes half your movement half of my movement and I take it, the other half is not going to be enough to get me up the stairs. Uh, you would get, uh, right... This is like, uh, episode one. I feel like, uh, fucking Obi-Wan. I got pushed down the fucking... Right here. <laughs> okay. Um, you can see number one from where you're at through the railing. Oh, yeah, I'm going to fuck this guy up. Like, no Yeah. Doubt. Make my uh, day. I'm going to firebolt him. All right, buddy. Same thing. Uh, roll d20, add your spell attack modifier... Um, D20 or D10? D20. Did I say D10? I meant D20. Okay, no, I'm just making sure. Okay, so, uh, D20. Uh, I rolled a six, but I'm going to use Lucky. Uh-huh. Two. So that's one of my three luck points for the day. So I got two of right. three left. And I'm going to roll it again, because that's not very good. And that is a 17 plus. Let me look up what my spell attack is. Oh, sorry, wrong sheet. Uh, spell attack plus seven, so that's twenty-four. That hits. Okay, and then I, now I roll the one d ten. Yep. Target creature or object takes one d ten fire damage. 
And it's uh, anything he's wearing goes up in flames. That was a seven for one d ten. Nice, seven damage, and the cloth accents. He's got like some uh, banding on his armor and a cape. Just burn away. Take nice that, job. you fool. Uh, Dean, burn. Does he die, or is he bloodied, or critical? Uh, anything, anything you can tell me? He's doing okay. He's not quite bloodied yet. Okay. Alright. I'm done with this shit. I'm start swinging my horse cutter sword. Hell yeah! <laughs> swing, baby, swing. Horse meat time. Um, yeah, so let's see, who do I attack? Well, three and four are in the fire. He just attacked number one? Oh, I'm too far away, aren't I? Let me just, I guess, swing at number two, because he's going to Yeah, no one's touched number two yet. He yeah, hasn't started s- anything. Yeah, let me swing at number two. Um, is that a d20, yeah? Yes, sir. Go ahead and roll a d20 and add seven. Okay, 18 plus seven. Oh, that hits. You, you cleave. Are you using it two-handed? Yeah. Okay. Nice. I, I just to be fair for rules play, I assume you put your shield away, grip it two-handed, and then attack. Yeah. Which makes your armor class 16, or 17. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, now go ahead and roll your d10, I think. D10, okay. It's an eight. And now plus five, it's 13. Cool. Nice job, man. Um, You also, on your bottom right, on the front page, you have some fun paladinic stuff you can use, uh, like smite and all those kinds of things. Oh, I do have smite? I thought I didn't get smite until later. I I think you get it at level three, but I'm pulling up your player sheet. Because I have... Special attacks, divine smite. Yeah, divine smite is it's that's the smite's the shorthand. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Can I do some of that? Is that a bonus? yeah? It's when you when you hit, so it actually doesn't count as a bonus action or anything. It's just it's a triggered effect. Okay, cool. So two d eight. Yep. Or one d eight for each spell level higher than first. So if you go to the spell sheet tab. You are using your resource that you're using as spell slots. Oh, there's so, all my spells. Okay. Right? I'm an idiot. On the top right where it says slots, uh, it tells you how many you have for the day. Yes, three. Three. So you'll use one of those slots to use the Divine Smite. Okay. And you'll add 2d8 radiant damage. Okay, so 2d8. Do I add them together? Yep, so I had the 13 down for your main attack, so go ahead and roll me your 2d8s and give me your total. It's 5 and 6. Alright, so that's a... Holy crap. It was 11 damage. You take him from full health to almost to death's door. Hell yeah, dude. You, you pull horse cutter out, your trusty blade you've had since our first adventure. You grip it two-handed, and you score both of his arms off in just a mighty attack as you feel radiant energy from your god radiate out towards this unholy construct. Bahamut! <laughs> right, Dean that's faintly, right. Yeah, you faintly yeah. glow. Ah, extra points for Dean tonight, guys. That's that's a great job. Good nice. role play. 
Hell yeah. I'm really, Great shot. I'm glad man. that Dean's on our team because the guy really he's like a tank. Yeah. Uh, three and Ozone. four, uh, you hear a sizzling and a pop, and then the clanging of metal inside the fireplace as they both are now deceased. Hell yeah. <laughs> Just killing everybody, man. Love it. Cook. <laughs> um, cook two, cut one up. <laughs> the animated suit, James, whirls around yeah. to you uh, and yeah. is going to Bring try it. and make uh, a shield slam on you uh, with his shield. Yeah, good luck trying to touch me. I'm like a ninja. That's that a 13 <laughs> plus 4. Uh, does 17 hit you? No, my armor class is 17. With! Right, oh, okay, so if your armor... So, as the attacker, if I meet or exceed your armor class, it's okay. Oh, damn it. Ty, Ty goes to the attacker. That goes both hit. ways, though. So if my armor class is 18 and you make 18, it's a hit. Right. Um, so he slams you with his shield, dealing a whopping three damage. Let me down here, Construct. Uh, number two, Dean, uh, is just so mad. He's so mad at you. You were just... His brothers have now died. He turns to you and attempts to hit you with his spear. That's a critical failure. That's a critical failure. Two misses. Uh, the first one, the spear goes long and his leg kind of slides out. The second one, the spear goes long again and breaks off on the ground. Idiots! Uh, what a great turn that was for me. Oh man, James, this this creature had the audacity to strike you, James. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm gonna stab him right in the eye. <laughs> right in the visor. Yeah, like right through his face. Uh, yeah, so I'm just gonna go with the rapier again. I uh, I don't have the advantage thing anymore, right? So just one d twenty. Uh, there's not currently anyone engaged and flanking him, and you're no longer in stealth, so correct. You do not have advantage anymore. Okay. Uh, which means you also don't get sneak attack if you hit. Right. So, uh, 11 plus 5 is 16 altogether. Uh, not, not quite enough. He's able to nimbly kind of duck his head out of the way as you aim for his visor. God damn bastard. And it, it's, you know... Since these constructs can't speak, uh, the, the squealing of his armor almost seems pompous to you, uh, as if he's offending you from beyond the grave or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Wait till I use acid splash on him. Ha <laughs> uh, Dini. I just realized I had some spells. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, was, I didn't know I had that many. Still lost. How would you like to proceed? Uh, three and four have died. Dean, massive hit on number two. Number two is almost dead. It's it's falling apart. Yeah, Stolas is so mad that he lost his last attack and missed him. And He's the other gonna run died. up to him and headbutt him with his antlers. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like a stag attack. Uh, <laughs> why don't you give me? A strength attack. So roll d20 and add strength. Let's see, that would be... Where's my strength there? Um, it's probably not very high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be... 
16. <laughs> so you uh, you overestimate your, your antlers have kind of grown out a little bit because uh, you're you're a beautiful bird boy, right? Uh, that you pride yourself on having gorgeous antlers, but they've grown out so much that when you go to hit him, uh, the antlers go around him, unfortunately, and not into him. Wow, that sucks. <laughs> Sorry, still lost. <laughs> yeah, I have a plus zero on strength, so. <laughs> still lost, struggling right now. Um, Dean. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Zach. Yo. Would you like to move? Uh, which one did I just see? Stolos hit number two or number one? Or Stolos tried to hit number two. Okay. Um, I will cast firebolt again on number one okay do you want to move it all or are you happy where you're at um i'll stay here if, as long as i can okay. see it i'll stay here yeah no, no no you're totally fine yep you can see number one firebolt okay, so d20, d20 plus spell attack modifier okay that's a 15 plus spell attack is 22 that's a hit okay and then this one is 2010 and that is a four Strikes him. Now he is uh, critical. Sweet. Perfect. Just ready for me to stab him in the eye. Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait for my turn if one of these guys is left alive. Yeah, you gotta um, finish off number two, Dean. Dean, yeah, yeah. I got Save good news for you, man. What's up? It's your turn. Oh, hell yeah. Burn, save me. Uh, number two is gonna feel the rest of my round. Number two is just like it, it's it's fallen at this point onto one knee. He's broken his spear. He's missing his arm from your last attack, and his armor is savaged and dented as the the wolf's head looks up at you from the animated armor. I'm gonna take my sword, stab it into the ground, wow. and I'm gonna use my hands to relieve him of that wolf head. <laughs> Fuck it, why not? <laughs> uh, so I love how uh, creative you are with your killing. Uh, <laughs> Dean, roll me a d20 and add your strength and roll that at advantage. Uh, so roll two d20s, yeah? Yep, roll two d20s. Uh, it's a 20. Right, my strength is a 5? Right. Yeah, 20. Yep. Okay, you hit. Uh, now... Uh, he only has three hit points left. Roll me uh, a d6. One d6. That's a five. Plus your strength? Ten. You not only pull the physical head off of this creature, but you pull so hard that the magic animating forces behind it are broken. And add, as you separate the, the headpiece from the body, the armor behind it just clatters to the ground as you physically crush the armor under your hand. Hell yeah. Whoa. You're like Andre the Giant, man. <laughs> yeah. So, so Burn has killed three of four. <laughs> I did a lot of damage. I did a lot uh, of damage as well. The rest of us are struggling with number one here. All three of us on number one is not working out. Sam, so how some, far am I away from number one? I was, uh, I was gonna say bonus action. I chucked the head. At them. <laughs> Unfortunately, James is in the way. Um, oh shit! 
some fun background. <laughs> some, some fun DM background knowledge here. I rolled three times in a row. Uh, it's something I can't. I'm trying to erase it and it won't erase. That's fine. Um, I rolled three times in a row and got critical failures for them trying to do actions on their turn to stand up and get out of the fire. Oh, man. <laughs> They're just tripping all over themselves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Molten stuck. armor. Um... <laughs> Number one, James, is he's in the fight of his life now. His brothers are gone. His brother in arms. Uh, he, I have he, the arms. He's, he has nothing else he can do. He drops his shield, and he reaches for you. Uh, go ahead and make either a strength athletics check um, or a contested a strength check. Uh, strength oh. athletics. Oh, shit, uh, yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, so would I roll d20? Yep, roll d20 and add your athletic skill. Uh, may I be subtracting one? Oh, rolls a 19, though. 18. Fucking legend, bro. I got some <laughs> bad news for you. I couldn't oh, hit on a 20 plus 2 with uh, strength. Oh, no. Number one grabs you, pulls you over his head, and is trying to use you as an improvised weapon against Dean. <laughs> Oh, he picks Jesus you up and throws you, James. Uh, Dean, your armor class right now is 17, and for my roll, I got a 17 plus 2 as James oh. comes hurtling towards you. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> James, you're going to take a d6 of damage for slamming into Dean. Dean, go ahead and make either a strength athletics check to catch him or a dexterity saving throw to get out of the way. Uh, let me try and catch him because I'm a good friend. Yeah. Thank you, Dean. You're a good um, man. I'll give you one of my gold goblets. Oh, well, you're not going <laughs> to sell me those things. You're going uh, to I said I'll give you one. <laughs> what do I, uh, which dice is that? Uh, so roll a d20 and add athletics. Actually, no, okay. I'm sorry. Add strength saving throw. Oh, okay. Oh, man. So, uh, okay, on my, on my saving throws, it says plus six, and then there's a plus one next to it. Uh, it auto fills into the plus six um, if you look okay. across to your saving throw. Okay, cool. Uh, that's a seventeen. Yeah. Okay, you catch him, uh, James. You take five damage. Oh boy! Shit, bong it. Uh, it, it would have been a little bit worse had he not caught you, and potentially yeah, you both would have gone in the fire, which is too bad. Thanks. Oh shit. Um, Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> It pays that, to <laughs> uh, James, it's your turn. You're being held by your your wonderful paladin. Uh, well, I give a, I give him a nice kiss on the cheek and thank him. Nice. And uh, I'm actually going to uh, attack that fucking number one thing again. Okay. Uh, now just hang on one second though. I'm going to actually stay where I am though and use my longbow. Okay. That way he can't grab me so easily. Uh, do you want to be to the left of Dean or the right of Dean? I put you to the right, but you can choose either. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. So I'm rolling D20 here. Yes, sir. Plus, uh, and... Uh, shit. I rolled a five plus, I don't know, I get plus five for... Yep, for the, the bow. Yeah. So, so that's 10. 10 plus proficiency because you're an elf. So that's 12. Uh, again, he just kind of waves a hand at you, scoffing. Uh, 
as your arrow strikes the stairs behind him. <laughs> Shit. Dini, you wanna try uh you wanna try and tackle him again? Yeah, I'm gonna uh <laughs> Come on guys! I, we can't I, do anything. Without Dean, we'd all be dead by now. I know. <laughs> can, I, can I throw out an idea for you? Not that I'm trying to tell you what to do, but I, I, I do have an idea if you wanted one. Sure, why not? So your Eldritch Blast pushes ten feet. If you were to shift five feet over in front of him and then hit him with your Eldritch Blast, he would go through the railing and onto the ground. Just <laughs> as an idea. Or, depending on how you flavor text it, you could push him any direction in this room, depending on where you're standing. Into burn, into the ceiling, into the, you know, wherever. Okay, um... What I'll try to do is... I'll try to blast him into the ceiling, but still kind of, like, above, I guess, where that... Uh, what would you call that? The stairwell is? Yeah. So he goes oh, up and then yeah, yeah. falls down. <laughs> <laughs> Are you moving over to do that? To yeah, here? I'll, I'll go okay. ahead and do that. Uh, if that's what's required, I guess. Yeah, um, go ahead and roll. He's no longer holding his shield as a heads up. So his armor class has dropped. Okay. And then, uh, let's see. That, where's my sheet here? So you'll roll a d20... Uh, plus seven. So that would be... A 21? 21 hits. More than hits. Uh, how would you like to nice. kill this animated suit of armor that's almost dead? Uh, go ahead and give me damage, too. Just as a... Oh, shoot. Um, let me check real quick. Okay, it's one a hell of a bottle. I got an eight... Got my on the D10? Nice. Not quite enough to kill him yet. Uh, eight. And do you want to roll the D6 for him going... Actually, 2D6 as you shoot him up a stair, uh, up one story, and then he plummets down to okay. the main level. So combined, that is six. Nice. Dead. As he lands at the Good bottom job. of the floor. Good job, Stolas. Clank. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that oh, is the end God. of this combat. Wow! Nice job, different. guys. I'll walk up the stairs. You walk up the stairs. Where to? Uh, just to meet with with our compatriots. Yeah, there are broken Fantastic pieces of armor everywhere. Lab. Thanks. That's why you guys keep yeah. me around. I hug Burn. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I wonder what nice. triggered these sentinels. Yeah, seemingly out of nowhere they came to life. Yeah. Maybe when the music started. Could be Terrace. Mm. I advise that we stick together throughout our journeys in this cursed place. Yeah, I, I concur. Smart. I'm a I'm gonna go back into sneak mode, I think. Uh, how are we looking health-wise, just for our audience? Uh, Dean? Uh, uh, I put it in second? the chat. I have 17, or, uh, 17 HP left. Zach? 23 hit points left. Solas? Uh, let's see, I had... Let me check here. 
that looks like 22. Okay. Uh, James? Uh, 13. Nice. Damn, I got my ass whooped. I was going to say, it took a beating. Dude, man, I've got some serious wounds. I need to uh, heal up. I gotta drink a bottle of this wine. <laughs> so there's a, a couple things since we're newish players. Uh, at this point, you can find a room to short rest in. Uh, and on your short rest, you can roll hit dice and heal those points. Dean, in your bag, you have two minor healing potions, which are 2d4 plus 2. You also have, as a paladin, a pool of 15 points you can use per day to heal either yourself or any teammates. Yeah, then I have Lay on Hands. Yes, Lay on Hands is a pool of 15 health points. Oh, okay. Um, oh. I'll use Lay on Hands on my... Uh, yeah, on me. I guess I need... No, actually... Shit, which is, which is better? Well, I... Uh, I would say, just uh, if I were a player, I would say find a room to hold up in for an hour, um, which you can short rest in. It's basically you guys hanging out, eating some food, and bandaging up, closing yeah, wounds, yeah. stitches, that kind of thing. Short rest won't fix my exhaustion, or will it? Short rest will not. You have to long rest, uh, unfortunately, to get rid of exhaustion. There is a library next to us. I was going to say we could just chill in the library. Yeah, let's chill well, in the let's library. Let's go to the library. Stolos, why don't you read up? Maybe you could figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I'll um, do that. Uh, Cody, <laughs> as uh, a question, while we're doing the short rest, since I didn't really take that much damage, can I use that one hour time to recast uh, Vor? You can. Uh, so that's, I was actually just about to talk to you about that. With the short rest, um, you can forego your short rest to do a small task. Uh, so some classes will have tasks they can do. Like if you're an artificer, you can build things. Wizard, you can like study up and get your spell stuff back or whatever. You yeah. can choose to opt out of it. If you'd like to cast a spell for the next hour and ten minutes, you may. Okay, cool. I'll recast um, uh, Find Familiar okay. during this time. The owl will be back. Um, Stolas, are you going to rest and search? Uh, I mean, there's enough time to do both. Oh, I see. Um, can I, like, combine an action, like, grab a book and rest? Or is it, like... Oh, I, I'll, I'll give you time to look through the room for sure and read if you want to. I'm just I'm curious of... I'll be, uh, I'll be resting at least partially. Okay. If, uh... So, uh, under combat on your sheets, guys, those of you who are resting, uh, when you go down to hit dice, go ahead and roll whatever your hit dice are, and you can use up to three of them since you're level three. Um, you can't heal over your maximum amount of heal points, but you also add your constitution. I would suggest rolling them individually and not all three at once. Where's because that? when So, so uh, uh, combat, and then right under AC it says hit dice. Why does mine say times 13? Uh, it's probably a typo on my part. It should be whatever your hit dice is. So I think as a rogue, you have a D8, D6? Yeah, 3D8 plus 1, it says. And in brackets, okay. it says time. Is that right? Uh, uh, yeah, so you have whatever whatever your hit dice is, plus you have a equal amount equal to your level. And oh, then, I see. So 3D8 plus 3, then it should be. Yeah, whatever your constitution modifier is. So, like, for Dean example, Dean, you could roll a d10. Oh, no, and it's then plus one. Okay. 
And then when you long rest after you use your hit dice, uh, you get half of them back or rounded down. So depending on how many you use on this short rest, you can heal up temporarily or, you know, for, for this time without using any resources like Leon Hands or Potions. Um, and you get that health back, but you only get half of it back as you level up. Or as you long rest. I'm sorry. Does that make sense or am I overcomplicating it? Um, so if when I take this one hour rest, like how many hit dice do I roll? So that's your choice. You can choose to just take one hit dice or all the way up to all three. Uh, and okay. you get your constitution per hit dice. So I see. And I can only do that once a day. Kind of. Uh, depending on how many you use. So if you were level four and we were yep. resting right now, you could rest. If you used all four hit dice, you would get two back. Being that we're level three and it's an odd number, if you rest, you only get one back after a long rest. So going into tomorrow or the next day, your hit dice would be whatever you've used as the remainder in the pool plus one uh, to the maximum of whatever your maximum hit dice are. So Dean's is 1d10 plus four, and he has three of them. If he chooses to use all three, tomorrow he'll have 1d10 plus four, and only have one of them left. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna use one d10. Uh, it's an eight, so I add four. Yeah, so it'd be twelve, Dean. Total so, health so back. Brings, so it brings me up to thirty HP. Okay. You also have lay on hands and potions too, if you don't want to use your hit dice resource. But hit dice are free versus yeah, that's lay on what hands, I'm, right? I'm just gonna do that, and then can I do lay on hands? Who needs it most? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty I much could, good. I, I, I could use a little lay on hands, actually. What, what was Stolas's HP on? I'm good. I, I wouldn't worry about okay. me. Okay, I could use lay on hands on James. How many points of lay on hands would you like to use on James? Uh, how many can he take? <laughs> I need eight, max. Eight? Yeah, I, that- I have... I have 21 all to, uh, overall, but I have, I'm down 8. I'm down oh, eight. God, I'll just give him 8. Alright, Dean, you have 7 left. Cool. Thanks, Dean. No problem. So I go over to Dean uh, after he does that, and I give him uh, one of my gold goblets. You want a gold goblet, Dean? It's worth 50. Not only have one. All right, bro. I just give you a gold goblet. But I didn't. I didn't do it for a gold goblet. I'll just make that clear. I know, but you know, I'm a thief. I, you know, I don't like to owe people things. <laughs> <laughs> you like for them to owe you, okay? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, now I feel um, like we've evened it out. Yeah. Okay. All right, Uh, a little bit of flavor text for you. So this is the library. There's a red velvet drapes that cover all of the windows in this room. Uh, There's an exquisite mahogany desk and matching high back chair uh, that face the entrance and the fireplace, which lights up as you enter. I like the auto fireplace. Yeah. Uh, Above which hangs a framed picture of a windmill perched on top of a rocky crag. Situated in the corners of the room are two overstuffed chairs, floor-to-ceiling bookshelves line the south wall, a rolling wooden ladder uh, on one or more of these is easily accessible for the higher shelves. 
uh, resting atop the desk. There is an oil lamp, a jar of ink, a quill and pen, a tender box, and a letter kit containing a red lax seal, uh, some parchment, and some uh, wooden writing boards. Uh, the Durst family seal or insignia is a windmill. Okay. Can uh, we just fast forward to the end of the rest? Uh, sure. Still lots one to look around, and I assume James did as well. Yeah. Yes, yeah. please. Uh, so go ahead and roll me that. perception. James, are you going through the desk? Yes, please. You find an iron key. Uh, <laughs> as you pull this book out and kind of look at it, uh, this iron key drops out from inside the book as it rots apart in your hands. Bippity nice. Alright, I'm going to keep that iron key. I'll put that in my little belt here. Yeah. Uh, there's also writing supply. Do you take the, the seal? The, yeah, I want the seal. Family seal. Yeah. But the thing... Oh, Cody, here's a question I had. What about weight-wise? Like, how do I know how much this stuff weighs? Uh, we'll talk about that at the end of the adventure. I'm, okay. Okay. I'm not sure if I'm going to use weight for this campaign or not. I okay. haven't fully 100% decided. Okay, cool. All right, yeah, so I'll take the iron key, and I will also take the family, uh, like, the thing they used to punch, right? Like, uh, what is it? Like, the crest? Whatever? Uh, it's a, a seal. Yeah, the seal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you take the uh, forgery kit, by chance? Uh, I have my burglar's pack. I think I have that. Okay. Um, go ahead and check into that if you don't mind. I don't think it's in the burglary's pack. I think it's a separate skill that you can learn. But if you're forging okay. documents, uh, this would be applicable there. Yeah, I don't have any forgery document things yet, but I'll hang on to it just in case. Maybe I can sell it to a forger in the Thieves Guild. Perfect. Um... Stolas, you are looking around, right? Yes. Uh, what did you roll for your wisdom perception check? Uh, let's see. That'd be a 14. Oh, so you are looking for something juicy. You know, good books, stuff like that. There are several books about alchemy. Um, some histories of the world. Not really anything super important, but definitely could help you along the way. As you pull on this red-covered book, uh, where the S is, a secret door opens. And it opens up into nice. a small room. Nice. Um, the secret room behind the bookshelf is packed with tomes describing fiend-summoning rituals and necromantic rituals of a cult. Um, the cult's name is the Priest of Osipus. Um... There's a heavy uh, wooden Setting chest. The <laughs> He's still there, just still sitting over there, bringing uh, on the owl. There's also a heavy wooden chest um, that is half closed with a skeleton sticking inside of it, as if he was reaching inside. Oh my gosh! Okay, uh, I would actually like to investigate that. Yeah, you uh, you walk over and you can see the dart mechanism has been fired because this skeleton has rotted away to basically just being somewhat of whatever clothes were on this, like a night shift that's been ratted and rotted, and you can see the dart sticking out the other side of the uh, body. 
Uh, the trap has obviously gone off in here and the poison is done. Um, and as you kind of... Do you pull the, the body out or push it off? Or what do you... How do you proceed? I guess I'd just kind of like lift the lid to see if there's anything in there rather than pull the body away. Yeah. Uh, a couple things. The body itself is clutching a scroll that has a seal on it. Uh, and then there are some assorted items in the bottom of the chest. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and kind of kick him out of the way <laughs> and see if I can <laughs> kind of rummage through all the items that are in here. Uh, I will post them in the chat here. So, uh, you have the scroll uh, in one hand that's partially unfurled that you can read if you so choose to. There are also three blank books uh, that are bound in leather uh, that is black for 25 gold pieces each. There are three spell scrolls, that being Bless, Protection from Poison, and Spiritual Weapon. The Deed to the House, the Deed to the Windmill and the photo that you assume uh, in the library. Uh, and a signed wow. will. Wow. Nice. <laughs> the will is signed by a gentleman named Gustav and Elizabeth Durst, uh, who bequeaths the house and the windmill and all of their family property to um, Rosalind and Torbolt Durst in the event of their parents' death. Hmm. And they are definitely okay. all marked with age. Um, the letter, as you, you pull the letter out of its hands, you can see that there is the crest of... Um, and on this crest is it's kind of the, the same one that we sent out for the promo. It is the crest of Strahd von Zerovich himself. Uh, the letter reads, To my most pathetic servant, I am not the Messiah sent here by your dark powers of this land. I have not come to lead you on a path to immortality. However, many souls have been built or hidden upon your altar. However many visitors you have tortured in your dungeon, know that you are not one of these who has brought me to be to this beautiful land. You are but worms to me, wriggling beneath the earth. You say that you are cursed and forthlit, and you spend fortuitously. Uh, sorry, I'm scrolling down here. You abandoned love for madness, took solace in the blossom of another woman, and sired a stillborn son. Cursed by darkness? Question mark. Of that, I have no doubt. Save your wretchedness. Save you from your wretchedness? I think not. I much prefer you as you are. Your dark lord and master, Strahd von Zerovich. Wow. Ah, that's kind of harsh, but... <laughs> I am... Uh, I think what I'll do is um, kind of gather up these items... So I can uh, bring them, I guess, to the desk and consult with uh, Ozal the Wise about their yeah. contents. Bippity boppity boo. He's deep in trance, but as the hour passes and he resummons the owl, which I will now mark, uh, he is available for you to talk to, should you want to. Stolas, yes. my lad, what, what have you found in this secret area? found a uh, mysterious note a will a deed to this very home and uh, quite a few books and a deed to the windmill 
and oh, the sorry. windmill deed. Deed to the windmill. Um, deed to the house. And the deed to the house. Let me see. I would like to... Um, can I use Arcana to look at these blank books to maybe discover if there's any sort of magic on them? Maybe there's a magic text that we can read? Um, there is nothing magical about them. They're just blank spell books, essentially. Uh, three of them bound in black leather. Okay. Um, um, so I won't do that. Work. Now, I know Bless is not a wizard spell, um, and I don't think the other ones of these are, but other people in the party might be able to learn them, correct? No. So, uh, Bless is definitely a divine spell. Spiritual weapon is definitely a divine spell. And protection from poison. So the, the difference between divine magic is it's passed down to you by your deity. Yeah, as you explain this to your characters. Uh, anyone who, can, who has a spell scroll can attempt to read from the spell scroll. They're all level... I think they're... What is it? Bless is a level one spell. Protection yeah. from poison is a second level spell. And spiritual weapon is a second level spell. So you can attempt to read off of them to cast them regardless if it's part of your class or not. But you can't learn them and add them to your spell book? Uh, you could try and learn protection from poison to your spell book. But not bless. But not bless or spiritual weapon. Okay. They are not arcane um, spells. Stolas, would you mind if I try to read this spell, protection from poison? Go ahead. Okay, I would like to try to do that. Yeah, go ahead and roll Arcana. There's a... I rolled a 14, and I have plus 7 to my Arcana, so that's a 21. Um, Bear with me here. I am doing some research just to make sure I don't misquote. You gain the following knowledge. Um... Spiritual weapon, as you look at it, is you know it can be used by clerics, paladins, or anyone who uses the scroll. So you can't add that to your spell book. Uh, same thing with bless, clerics, paladins. Uh, protection from poison, you know that clerics and paladins can use, but also the druid, the ranger, and the artificer. Um, being that it's the school of abjuration, you think that if you took the time, you could add it to your spell book. And this, this spell, um, can I keep it for later? Like, for when we have more time? Of course, or... yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'd like yeah, to I mean, that it's away. also Stolas's. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, we could maybe revisit that later, but um, <laughs> I think Burn might have some use for Blast, unless he has a Blast yeah. already. Burn has. And Burn, my boy. Weapon. Perhaps there's some reading material here for you yet. Burn. Sorry, I was on mute. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I, uh, as a paladin, I could definitely use that. I can uh, speak, read, celestial, if I need to. Wow. Burn one's first level bless. Hell yeah, bro! Bless is fucking. You want spiritual OP weapon as, fuck, as well? Dude. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of spiritual weapon, I want to go get that sword from downstairs. A fine idea, my boy. Perfect. I have updated those in the chat. Yeah, Burn, you uh, you guys have rested up. You feel better. Maybe uh, taking some rations to eat, close your wounds. Uh, you head back downstairs, the central staircase. Nothing attacks you on your way down. You go above the fireplace and withdraw the Durst family sword. It is a long sword. 
ta 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 na ta Burn my boy, how is the weapon? It is the it same feels... stats oh. as horse cutter. Sorry. <laughs> Role play. My bad. Go. It feels sturdy in my hands. I feel like many lives will be taken with this blade. Henceforth. Do, do you unsheath it? Hell yeah, dude. So you you pull down this beautiful <laughs> sword. Now your horse cutter, trusty and famous as it is, right? Because it, it's wielded by your beautiful hands. Right. This blade is elegant. It is a long sword. Uh, it has kind of a brass pommel with brass accents and some dark leather wrapping. As and the the, the windmill is set into the the hilt and the pommel of the blade. As you withdraw it from its sheath, the first two feet of it gleam perfect and sharp. The last two and a half feet of it are covered in dry blood. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. And from an adjoining uh, room, somewhere upstairs, you hear a banshee wail. Uh-oh. Ooh. Let's get them, boys. And I assume right. you return back to the library with your friends. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, can I, uh, while um, Dean is, uh, or sorry, Burn is checking out this sword, I uh, just want to check this uh, uh, room over here with the two beds, I think it looks in it. They seem to have some foot lockers in them. I'd like to uh, examine those. Oh, James. Oh, boy, yes. Um, that is room number 7A. Scrolling up. While James is doing that, can I cast another ritual? That would be the shorter one. What would you like to cast, my ritual boy? Uh, I would like to cast Identify on the House. Okay, I will come back to you, okay? Okay, sure. Stolos, one more thing of note for you. The deed to the windmill is the same windmill in the picture, but as you look at the picture, the little brass plaque underneath it says Old Bone Grinder on it. Uh, James, you enter what is the servant's quarters. Uh, wow. The servant's quarters. Uh, there's, it's just kind of an undecorated bedroom uh, with a oh, pair okay. of beds that are stuffed with straw. Uh, okay. Each bed has just an empty footlocker at the bottom as you kind of flip them up. Uh, okay. And some tattered servant's uniforms kind of hanging on hooks. Rubbish. Um, and what about this little tiny room here? Uh, that that would be the the closet the, where the okay. clothes are hanging. I see, I see. Okay, so there's nothing in, in there. In the tiny room on the bottom left, uh, it's a dumb waiter. Oh, really? Is yes. Access? Interesting. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Well, I'm just gonna go. Uh, actually, I'm actually gonna go up. To, uh, I'm gonna go into sneak mode again, and I want to go back up to the third. I want to go up to the third okay. floor before it, to check it Got out. Got it. We'll put you at the top of the stairs here. Uh, go ahead and give me yeah. your stealth check if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, Zach, you cast identify. Originally cast it on the house. Yep. And the house reverberates back with your magic casting. You feel it in your bones. Now, the house itself 
is not magical in any way, but you feel the darkness of this house that hundreds of ritual sacrifices have been committed here in the house. Uh, and it's to the point to where as you're casting it, usually with magic, you, you get some sort of like uh, ethereal feeling as you sure. wield this power of creation. Mm-hmm. Instead of that beautiful feeling you'd well know, it's almost like necrotic energy, cold. It just is embodied in this entire house. Am I able to? Is am I able to feel that there's an area in the house where the rituals have been conducted, or is it kind of just all over the house? The whole house itself is cursed. Okay. Wow. This this ha- horrible acts have been committed in this house. We must move very carefully throughout these walls. Fair enough. Uh, Cody, I just had another quick, a quick question here. When I look at my uh, skills, so I look at stealth and I have a plus nine, but it has a times two in the proficiency uh, thing. Mm-hmm. So what know. that means is sure. yeah. as a rogue, you get to choose two skills that you get to be proficient in. You chose Thieves Tools uh, yep. as one of your skills. The other one you chose was stealth. Right. Because you, it's a specialty of your skill... Your proficiency bonus is doubled. So when we level up to level, I think it's five is when your next proficiency bonus goes up. Your, okay. proficiency, your proficiency bonus would become three, and since it's doubled, it'll become six plus five, which is eleven. I God see. damn! Yeah, you get to become a sneaky boy real quick. Plus, you have the yeah. cloak of Alvarkind that makes you predator. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I did my stealth check is uh, eighteen. Okay. Um, there is one more black clad suit of armor um, that has the wolf's head on it as well. Uh, it's covered in cobwebs, and its you probably think it's another animated suit of armor. Uh, but since you rolled so high for stealth and I rolled so low for perfe- um, pre- perception, it has not spotted you. Um, other than that, uh, this is kind of, again, very ornate room. Uh, full of the the wood carvings on the walls. Um. Cool. Sorry, one second. I'm reading here. Yes. Perfect. All right. Uh, the rest of the group. What are you guys doing? Still us? Well, I think uh, it's probably a good idea to go investigate the noise upstairs. So that's where I'm gonna go. And suggest that you all go as well. Stolas follows James uh, to the stairs, where you can see his distortion kind of holding. Yeah. I agree. I'll follow with. Uh, I'll ask Burn if he wants to head upstairs as well. Burn, my boy. Perhaps oh. we should investigate the howling. <laughs> I'm not gonna let you guys go up there without me after yeah, last fight. <laughs> Burn, please get your ass up here. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't get thrown across the room into you again. I'll be there to catch you. You're a good man. James, um, you hear them start to come up the stairs. Do you warn them about the suit of armor, or how how do you proceed? Well, this is my next question is, uh, if I warn them, do do I lose my sneak? Do I lose my, my, uh, uh, you know, my my stealth? It, It depends on the manner in which you warn them. 
Uh, if you want to think of a creative way to convey something quietly, being yeah. that you are now cloaked in predator armor and super stealthy, yeah, you could. Uh, I don't know if they can, if uh, Stolas can see me uh, wave my hand to stop. Uh, still lost. Make a perception check. There's something weird on the top of the stairs. You assume it's James. You've seen him gone predator multiple times. Uh, but go ahead and roll. James, roll performance. Okay. Can my What's, owl uh... roll also for perception? Yes. Okay. okay, great. I got a thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, okay. Okay, so I my got a owl... nine. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead, James. Go ahead, James. Oh, I just said I got a 19 for uh, performance. Perfect. Uh, yes. Um, Zach? Okay, so he has advantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on hearing or sight. Of course he does. He's an owl. It's a 19 for the first roll, and it's a 5 for the second roll. Uh, yes. You, Stolas, you and Zach are both able, or Zach's owl, are able to understand James's conveyance to stop and to hold. Uh, and then he kind of shimmers a hand towards the suit of armor and then back to you. Okay. I'm going to turn and I'm going to let Burn know by holding up my finger to my beak. Shh. Be quiet. <laughs> I love that. I love the beak. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, can I cast um, Divine Sense, maybe? Oh, Dean, can you cast Divine Sense? Yes, you can. Oh, it's about time. I just wasn't sure when a good place to do it would be. You know, man, kind of like the wizard always showing up, there's always a good time to cast Divine Sense. And it's okay. never wrong. Okay? Especially in a cursed house. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was like, if we walk in the door and I cast it, maybe it won't catch anything because it's only 60 feet. So. Divine Sense reads as. Scrolling down, scrolling sense down. Sense good or evil within 60 feet. Page 84. Uh, there's really good flavor text on this that I would love to uh, use. Okay. Sorry. But yes, you were right. That's a druid. That's a fighter. Bear with me, audience. Divine sense. The presence of strong eutal registers on your senses like a noxious odor, and the powerful good rings like heavenly musical bells in your ears. As an action, you open your awareness and detect such forces. Until the end of your next turn, you know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of you. Uh, that is not behind total cover. You know the type, celestial fiend or undead. Uh, you don't know its identity. You also know if a place has been desecrated or hallowed. Dean, this terrible odor that you've only smelled a few times, demonic in nature. This place has been defiled, cursed. This house has been desecrated. The entirety of everything your paladinic senses, just it hits you right in the paladin feels. You hate it. This this is a place that needs to be cleansed and purged. Yeah, I don't like Maybe burnt it. down to the ground. Oh, nice. So let's it's burn it. Burn it. We could Just do like that. William Wallace. Just like William Wallace. Freedom! Freedom! Yeah. 
Remember after they take that first fort? And they, it's like, well, what would we do with it? It's just burn it. <laughs> I love that. Um, how would you guys like to proceed? James, I believe you are in the front, therefore yeah. you may... Okay, well, I'm going to get out of the way because uh, Burn needs to get through here. So I'm going to actually move to the right uh, along the wall here and over to these doors uh, where there's like, I see like a, a bear rug or something in this room. Okay. I'll move over to that that area there. So yeah, so I'm sort of like uh, flanking this uh, armor. Oh, right here. Yeah, uh, uh, actually look closer to the doors than the creature actually. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I, I will say, since you're not five feet close enough to it, you can't fully attack it unless you use your bow, since it's at a distance uh, away from you. Yeah, I have my bow out now. Like, my, I mean, I use my bow for a bit. Keep away from Ooh, these guys. I have an idea. I have an idea. Go ahead, Zach. Um. Well, I guess can I go to the front of the pack? Sure. And I like to cast stealthing. Oh, or are you yes, yes. Okay. stealthing. Go ahead and roll stealth, Zach. Sure, let me see what my stealth is. Plus one. Okay, 15 plus one. Okay, 16. The armor does not animate. Okay, uh, I would like to do... Um, to cast Prestidigitation on it. To do what? Uh, give it the sensation that it's burning. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Bippity boppity boop. <laughs> what, what does that spell do? Uh, Prestidigitation create minor magical effects, lights, flames, clean, warm, cool, flavor, trinket, etc. Affects one object within 10 feet mm. range. Cool. I, I'm going to roll yes, no dice. So this is without giving away too much. Oh, fuck it. I'll give away the whole thing here. This is a creature that is an animated object, Zach. Um, it's an inanimate object? or an a- What is an animated it object? It is an inanimate object that has been oh. animated by magic. While on a typical person, you could roll and make that effect work, you think before casting it that because it doesn't really have sensations like hunger or cold or warmth, that it wouldn't really be very effective. You might awaken it to your presence, but you don't know how it would react. So well, we did like see to- we did see the other um, sentinels try to get out of the fire when they were burning. So I thought it might they might have some sort of you know they they don't want to be sure. on fire. You know, I, I, mean? I, I as as clarification on that end, they are trying to get out to defend. Not to because they're on fire. They don't really feel sensations now. Sensations gotcha. like you know, holy wrath striking them. I mean, that's like unraveling the magic that they exist in. Sh- sh- would they feel that? Uh, not in the way that we feel emotions or feelings or pain, but mm-hmm. as an animating force, that is something that would uh, you know obviously cause them harm, and they would go seek after that to defend the house. Gotcha. So maybe prestidigitation not the best use of. of I uh, I don't think so. No, sir. Now, if it was a human, okay. great idea. Okay. Um. Okay. So maybe I won't do that whole shindig that we just said. Okay. I assume that it. I assume that they felt. 
based on the action of the. No, other ones. we'll just say that based off of your passive perception, these are things you already know. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so how do we want to proceed, group? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang on to the flank here. So, if, yep, do we James want to attack is, this. Thing? James is bow ready, sneak attack ready. He's in position. Burn, you want to kick it off before we want to charge up the stairs and get attack? Uh, are we even sure we're gonna be attacked? Well, you know, you're not a hundred percent sure, but James, yeah. James has the feeling that you it yeah. looks the same as the ones downstairs. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna draw my shields. Swing. My, my spider sense is tingling. Are you drawing your new sword, your windmill sword? Yeah. yeah. The and Durst gonna... family sword. Wait, do you talk into your mic, please? Oh yeah, sorry, I don't have it up here. Thanks. Um, so I'm gonna draw my sword and shields. And I'm gonna take point. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna lead the pack up uh, up the stairs. And are you attacking it, or are you just looking at it? I'm gonna I'm gonna, I want to wait and see what it does. Maybe maybe presenting the sword to this thing will show it that I'm I belong here. Like I'm the boss. Uh, yeah, so far, it hasn't attacked us. You come to the top of the stairs look at it and then it salutes you and then draws for combat James you have a held action you want to take your shot yeah I'm going to take my shot so roll Uh, 2d20s take the higher add your dexterity Mm -hmm. and proficiency Okay, so I'm adding uh, that was uh, 50 uh, so 22 22 hits so roll bow damage plus sneak attack Okay, so bow damage is D8 Okay, I got a 6 plus 5, that's 11 and add 2d6 and five, so 16 altogether. Nice. Uh, it's bloodied. Nice. I strike hard from the fucking shadows. Uh, Alright. Uh, we are in combat. Uh, go ahead and roll initiative. Oh god. That was bad. Uh, I rolled an 8, but I get plus 1. That's a 9. Wanna roll your twenty in there and you can go first. Or you could roll mm. lucky. <laughs> um Yeah, I'll roll lucky. That's a good idea. No, I was probably. I'm being facetious. Don't do that. That's me being mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> wasting a resource. Well, <laughs> I'm I guess, sorry. I guess if we're almost at the Okay, yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll I'll keep it at eight. I mean I'm kind of in the back, so I'm not like in the immediate line of fire I, I, yet. I, I was joking. I didn't I don't want to okay. make you waste a resource okay. on that. I was like, I mean I guess I could. Uh, I have a 21 for initiative. James with the 21. Burn? You're on mute, bro. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, how do I roll for initiative? I'm sorry. You roll, roll d20? Yep. d20. And then oh, your first fuck. page under XP, it says INT. Add whatever the plus is to whatever you just rolled. Plus zero. 
I got a one, so. <laughs> you got a oh. ten. Just kidding. Earn, heading up the end of the pack with a one. Still us? Yes, I would uh, <laughs> like to back up Burn here with the with the spell. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you roll for initiative? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, you're good. That would be nine. Nine. Stolas. Nine. Zach has his owl. Be aware of that, Cody. Yeah, boy. Uh, James. You are first with the 21. Am I still in sneak or am I out of sneak now? Uh, you got a sneak attack round and the armor is facing while well, the armor hasn't taken its turn yet. So technically, yes, you are still stealth. A Perfect. Uh, so uh, a 21 to hit. That hits. And then we're going to go D8, 4, plus 5 is 9, plus 2D6, 12, 13 altogether. It's looking bad. couple of beautiful arrow shots right it's to It's looking real bad. Right uh, to the, the mind, right in its mind. The armor goes, and being that Dean is the closest target... It misses. Ooh, wow. And it misses its... Oh, no. Second attack. 18. You have your shield up. That still doesn't hit. Okay. Uh, still loss. Yes, I'd like to hit it with a... Uh, Eldritch Blast. Yeah. And maybe just knock it into the wall, I guess. <laughs> totally. Nice. Nice. Uh, let's see. That would be 1d10. See, that's 12. Uh, not, oh, 12 damage or 12 to hit? Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't roll the 20 here. That's okay. Uh, it'd be d20 plus 7. That'd be 8. Ah, not quite enough. Goes high. <laughs> Strikes the nice wood paneling behind it. Squirts Damn it, it again! Eldritch <laughs> damage. I mean, to be fair, it burns in front of you, too. <laughs> Uh, Zach, you and your owl, how would you like to Yo. proceed, sir? So I want to clarify from earlier, um, if the owl goes to use the help action and I want to cast, um, fireball on it, do I get the, the help benefit from that? Or I'm sorry, firebolt? It, it depends, yes. So the owl is assisting you. So you would say, I send my owl to distract the enemy, helping sure. me. Right. Sure. Okay. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. For You're attack. Out. And he's going to go, not attack, but, uh, you know, uh, peck him and dive bomb him to distract him. Distract him. Distract him, Vor. And I will roll for Firebolt. Yeah, d20 plus 7, I think, as well. Uh, that is a 16 plus 7. Is, what is that? 23? 23 oh, as my yeah. roll. And 1d10 is... That is a seven. Dead. Boom. He uh, falls apart to pieces. All the cobwebs, his robe, uh, disappear. Nice job. Wow, that was a great... Good job, Terrence. Good job. You <laughs> took two arrows to the head. <laughs> Terrence! Terrence. 
That's what I said, Terrence. Ter oh, I'm Ter sorry. I thought you said Terrence. Not Terrence. Terrence. No, I said Terrence. I'm not Terrence Trent Darby. <laughs> All right. Let's see what else we got up here. Okay. That was relatively short and yeah. easy. All right. Uh, oh, burn. You didn't get to act. What do you want to do, Burn? Um. Let's see. There is a uh, two doors to your right, a small door in front of you, a door to your left. I'm gonna go to the other door to my left. Okay. You go inside the I, what I think is the master bedroom, if I remember correctly. Yes, fifteen A. I'll scream if I need you guys. Okay. <laughs> uh, fifteen is the nursemaid's suite. Dust and cobwebs shroud this entire room. Um, there is a balcony uh, through the double doors that you can see out. The fog is just thick. Uh, you get the sense that this bedroom was once the nursemaid's room. And with a deathly howl, her bed shakes. I have she that effect on women. Wakens. <laughs> um, this, is this the same banshee that we've heard, or the same banshee type noise that we've heard before? Oh, I think it is. Ay, ay, ay. This specter rises, Dean, uh -oh. Oh, out of shit. the bed and points a finger at you, and she wails, You dare to bring that sword in here, defiler! Oh, I dare. Everybody! <laughs> <laughs> Attack! <laughs> I gotta get my homies in here. That's right. I, I, um, I, I Cody, as, alert as, everyone. as I'm running to this, I guess, event that's about to happen, can I cast a quick spell on the way there? Yeah, just a normal spell. I'll cast Mage Armor. Nice. Okay, so let me just take my spell slot out. Uh, this banshee howls in rage. And she said, the, so the sword that slayed me! For covering up the child. How dare you? Uh, go ahead, roll initiative one more time. All of us. Me, me as well. Uh, yes, all of you. Burn. You are moving in this room. I just put you at the door. But if you wanted to try and take a, a swippity swipe before we start combat, I would give that to you. I got a six. Okay. Uh, I got Damn it. Uh, and, and what do I add to my initiative? Zero. Fuck. I have seven. Oh, I, I take the highest number or the second number? Uh, what, what are you doing? I'm so sorry. Rolling for initiative. Why? Are, are you making an attack first or are you just rolling for initiative? I guess initiative. Okay. Yeah, so you just roll 1d20 and take, t tell me oh, what it is. Oh, 1d. I thought I rolled t two and then picked the highest. No, I that's with advantage. Oh, advantage. Okay. okay, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, uh, it was an it was an eleven. Okay. James, what did you roll? Uh, I have seven. Uh, okay. The specter needs to roll initiative. Dean, with a hot twelve, you are first, my guy. This undead, unnatural, spectral creature rises from the mutilated bed where you can see her body once was, covered in bloodstains. That's pretty gross. Is this your blood on the sword, wench? Yes! 
I could tell. It sucks. <laughs> That's mine, period. Uh, Dean, uh, how do you want to... You're, you're here at the front. I'm, I'm throwing up now that you said that. <laughs> that. Um, Sorry, viewers. Okay, uh, let's see. Well, I mean, is she hell bent on attacking me? I guess you, she you're a first in initiative. She has not gone yet. Uh, so, if I could move, I would. But it's not my turn. Okay, let's see. Um, let's see. I got fucking javelins, don't I? You got javelins. You also got that shiny new sword, son. And you're all of ten feet away from her. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I guess let me move closer to her so I can attack her. Alright. Because she feels like she needs it. Right there? Um, let me see. Vault the bed. Where are we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Um, and I guess I just take a swing at her, I guess. Yeah, as you get closer to her, her her spectral form shifts for a moment into looking like a terrified, beautiful young woman, and then back to the ugly, gross corporeal specter. Oh god, I feel bad. All right, take your swing. D twenty plus seven. D twenty plus seven. That's uh, twenty-two. Hits. Sweet. <laughs> How much damage? Yeah. It's a 1d8 since you're wielding a shield. Oh. Uh, Are you smiting at all? I, smite. Should, should, I guess I should. Smite. Yeah. She is undead, so instead of if you expend a first level spell slot to smite at level 1, it'll be instead of 2d8, it'll be 3d8. So you'll okay. be rolling a total of 4d8 damage. Okay, so one. So I roll three? So roll the 1d8 first and add your strength and tell me what you get. Okay, it was an eight. Uh, plus five. Hot damn. That's a 13. Uh, your sword gets some resistance coming in, uh, being that it is non magical. Oh, gross. Uh, and then you deal 3d8 radiant damage. Okay. So I roll three more d8? Yeah. Okay, so... First one was two. Then six. And then seven. Dead. Oh. Your sword with radiant light lances through her body... The chaotic evil ghost inside of her erupts into holy light. The blade on the sword is cleansed clean as this woman shifts from a specter into a ghost. And she says, thank you for freeing me from this evil place. And she weeps and then disappears. That was... How did we have more trouble with this stupid fucking... Beautiful. Uh, Because radiant damage is a critical hit against undead. Oh shit! 
damn. <laughs> so I like, she, I was freaking out like fuck. A fucking how the fuck are we gonna deal with this? Well, let me let me let me break down the science for you behind the screen here. Damage resistances: acid, cold, fire, lightning, thunder, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical weapons. Damage immunities: necrotic, poison. God. Condition immunities: exhaustion, charmed, grappled, paralyzed, petrified, poisons, prone, restrained, unconscious. That Radiant damage. Yeah. <laughs> radiant damage. Deals extra damage. Times two damage for all radiant damage. Wow. Cool. Uh, Cody, uh, yeah. I'm going to go through these double doors here. I want to check out this room because I believe this is a match. I want to check out everything in this room. Oh, by the way, I got it, guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, and when you say this room, is it the room with the tiger bed or are you going to where Dean's at? No, no, yeah, to the, right where I'm at on the right through these double doors. All right, James. I'm I'm gonna sneak though. Oh, I'm sneaking through there though. Let me uh, okay. do my sneak thing. Uh, okay, well that's I don't you can't get much higher than that. Uh, so yeah, I'm sneaking at uh, twenty eight. Dang, you disappear from this plane of reality. Twenty eight stealth. You enter. Room 12A. Room 12A is... Uh, scroll, scroll, scroll. The Master Suite. Nice. That's what I'm looking for. Double doors uh, that have these dusty panes of stained glass that resemble the windmill. Uh, covered in cobwebs. As you enter, there are burgundy drapes covering the window. Furnishings include a four-post bed uh, that kind of has that tattered uh, veil around it. Mm -hmm. um, a wooden framed mirror with a jewelry box, a padded ah. chair, a rotted tiger rug, a fireplace, which, again, lights up. But this time it lights up ethereal blue. Nice. Um, a desk-covered portrait of Gustav and Elizabeth Durst hanging above the bed. Um, some pillars, a couple chairs, and... A desk. Go ahead and right. roll investigation if you're gonna search around. Yeah. Okay. Uh, investigation. Twenty. Nice. Yeah. Um. You look inside the wooden jewelry box first. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. There is the jewelry box itself. Uh, it's silver with gold filigree, and it's worth 75 gold pieces. Yeah, I'm taking that. It contains three gold rings worth 25 gold each, and a thin platinum network necklace with a topaz pendant worth 750 gold pieces. Nice! Nice! Score city. And you're carrying four crossbows? <laughs> Not four, three. Just a few. <laughs> just this is just jewelry. This is easy. Oh, I'm sorry. Just three. It's and remember <laughs> that I I gave a gold goblet already to burn. This is all inside of a small jewelry box. It's a. It's not super big. Uh, yeah. Other than that, the, there's a desk you can check out. The dumb waiter in the corner. A rotted rug. Uh, the wardrobe. Not a lot of interest, to be honest with you, in here, other than those things. You spend the time kind of looking through the room uh, okay. with that blue ethereal light kind of bathing you. 
Perfect. Stolas. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that Stolas had been on the way to go help burn, but <laughs> came in too late. He had already killed the Slain the bit, the, the so, winch. <laughs> with a shrug, Stolas is going to just turn around and investigate the uh, that kind of back door there with that, I don't know what that is in there, a box or? In here? Yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are, Stolas. You enter, and the first thing that hits you is the rotting smell of decay. Ooh. There um, is a crib that the covers move subtly on it. And you recall the pitter-patter of little feet. Oh, man. That's... That's crazy. I, uh, I gotta go check something outside. <laughs> <laughs> As you um, enter and, and and stare at this bed, the crib shakes subtly, vibrating enough on the ground that it moves subtle inches left and right, left and right, left and right. And you can see under the cover two little eyes looking at you. Oh, Jesus. Okay, um... Do? Oh, there's also a painting in this room. Uh, but it's what too dark for you to make out. What does the painting have on it? Uh, the painting has Mrs. Durst holding a what looks like to be a child covered in black cloth. Uh, and then it says Baby Walter underneath. Ooh, Wait, their kids are named as Rose and Thorn and Walter? Mm-hmm. Oh, Walter. Fuck it. I thought it was Zorn <laughs> and Thorn. Fucking short <laughs> end of the stick. Yeah, Walt. Um, Good old Walt. Can I use Awakened Mind to communicate with this entity, or... Yeah. Nice. I like it when we do something that Cody is, like, hardcore expecting. He's like, yes! (laughs) (laughs) Well, if I make all my expectations known, I might as well be writing a book at that point, right? Like... (laughs) But yes, it makes me super excited. You touch minds with this entity. Uh, There's not a lot of thought that coalesces in it. Other than the feeling that this child was born stillborn. And this is what's left of its ghost. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, You put together the whales that were coming from Dean. That Mr. Durst, who, as in the letter, not only sacrificed the handmaiden that Dean just sent beyond the veil, but that this was their child that was born out of uh, an affair uh, and was sacrificed. Oh, he doesn't leave there. Sacrificed. It's terrible. Uh, This is their their child from having an affair. Uh, And after he caught on to it, he not only killed, sacrificed the child, but also the handmaiden. Nah. Wow. Other than that, uh, this entity can give you images from its mind, and that's kind of just of being born and then dying, more or less. You see faces of Mr. and Mrs. Durst. Uh, Mr. Durst looks very upset. Mrs. Durst is very distraught. Grim. That's very grim. It's very sad. Yeah. 
Um, I'm gonna at least try to appeal to Burn to see if there's a way to, like, I don't know, cleanse this room or send the spirit on its way. I don't know if that's something Burn can just do, or... I sense it's not evil, it's just stuck here in this cursed, in this cursed house. Burn? I mean, it looks creepy, but... Um... <laughs> nope. <laughs> you thought wrong. I've never done anything like that before, but I mean, you just smited the lady. Can I mean, you, yeah, like... I mean, I could stab a baby if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Is there like a non-violent way to scare it, or? <laughs> Is it just stuck here? Uh, Are you asking I'm, me, the dungeon master, or Burn? No, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm asking Burn. Okay. Oh, I, I have no idea. Well, why don't you? I got lucky. I got lucky. <laughs> Yeah, this is. I picture this in my mind. Celeste so is like, "Can we please help this entity?" And Burns like, "Yeah, I mean, I don't fucking know." Like, <laughs> I got I the brawn. Burn. What if? What if Burn? You take that baby and throw it in this blue fire in oh this bedroom. Oh God, that might I mean, do it. Wow. It's, it's worth enchanted a shot. fire over here. Yeah, it's worth a shot. Ozal, you need to come help us. <laughs> yeah, Ozal, yeah, aren't you like an yeah. old wise wizard? How, what, what, do you, yeah. what say you? I'll, I'll, I'll carefully say? walk over there. Yes, Stolas, my lad. What can I help you with? Um, okay, so we have a infant, deceased infant, some Ghost. kind of entity that's stuck here. Some and it's, uh, from what I can perceive, it is the stillborn, I guess, bastard of the Lord of the House. Jesus. Stillborn bastard. Um, uh, Cody, can I roll Arcana? Yes. Okay. Nice description, still. That's all I thought. Uh, first roll was a 15, plus 7 is a 22. Okay. Oh, Second roll is 11, plus 7 is 18, so I have to take 18. Why are you rolling an advantage? That's disadvantage. Oh. Oh, first roll yes, is 15. Yes. Sorry. Right. Uh, okay. What's your 18 is your total? Um, from the lower one, yes. Okay. You, sagely as you are, Zachary. Ozal. Ozal. Recall from the deep recesses of your mind that entities trapped in a place like this go to one of two ways. They either manifest as a shade or shadow of their former self or a ghost, like this creature is. Or they harness their anger and rage and turn into a specter. Like the uh, lady did. Exactly. Ghosts that stay here and are trapped here will eventually corrupt and become either shades or specters uh, in varying scales of strength, depending on how old they were, what they went through in life. You think the only way to help this entity, realistically, is to burn this place to the fucking ground. Releasing whatever trapped energy is here. Uh, Dean, Dean, if was a he, if Dean was a cleric, you think that he could maybe perform rites and rituals, which he could still do as a paladin. But he, his, his tool set is more the strong right arm of Bahamut, not so much the. Let me read scripture to you and convert you to my dragon god. He, he's not the dragon Mormons, is what I'm trying to say. 
Okay. Put the baby in the blue fire. Blue fire baby. It is intangible, so you can't pick the baby up and put it in the blue fire. Mm. But we could burn I'm the sorry. house and release yeah. the baby. You could burn, or can the we house, burn the baby. But you are also locked inside. Hmm. Ah, but that's no problem. I got. Well, I'll, I'll unlock us. <laughs> I got the um, lockpick. We need to investigate every single room here. Because well, we gotta, gotta go be... to the... Yeah. Plus there's the attic looks... The attic's looking a little sketch. Oh, that's right. We haven't gone up. This is looking sketch. What do you mean? <laughs> well, Interesting that you well, bring well, that up, up James. Um, I Actually, no. Never mind. Go ahead. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, well, I'm going to go back into stealth mode. So let me roll for that. Uh, ooh, that was a bad roll. Uh, five, uh, 14. And where are you headed to, James? I'm going to I'm gonna head up the stairs to the attic. So you come back out to the stairwell and realize that you are on the top floor. And your thief mind goes, wait a minute. And you're adding it up, counting on your fingers. And then you look around and you realize there should be another level here. It's yeah. missing. Mm. Bum, bum, bum. So I need to look for uh, secret doors. Maybe. We found a couple already in this game. Yeah, that's true. So what do I use for that? Perception. That would be perception, but you're at disadvantage with your hood up. Yeah, no, I'll take that hood down. Uh, do you bring this up to your cohorts? Yeah, um, I tell, I say to them, we need to find the, the way up the stairs here. Unless, how big's the dumbwaiter? Yeah, you go back and look. Uh, it's, I mean, realistically, it's like two feet square. Yeah, and it doesn't seem to go up to the attic anyway. Yeah, I know, yeah. And as what you look you guys... at it, there, there's a bell for each one, and there's levels one through three, being main right, floor, right. second floor, third floor. Hmm. What does everyone think about where this might be? We haven't gone to this little room here in the middle, the one that I'm in front of. Yeah. Let's look in there. All right. You guys lead the way. Every time I go in a room, I get attacked. Zach, are you going uh, into this teeny tiny room right here? Um... Is that a room in the corner there, on the left of the corner, in the room burns in? Over here? Mm-hmm. That is... Oh, yeah, so you walk over, and that's a window uh, to uh, balcony. Oh, that's the balcony. balcony. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, as you push the drapes aside, the fog is literally inches. You can't see out at all. And, in fact, if you were to look through any of the windows in the house, the fog is literally on the house. Hmm. Oh, you know where I think it is, guys? You see, uh, Burn, the room you were in here with the specter. There's a little closet here. Is there a way? Let's check that out, because it may lead up to something up here. Why don't you guys spread out and roll perception for the rooms? Okay, yeah. I'll take the little baby room next to the bathtub. Okay. Uh, let me see what my perception is. I actually do not know. Perception. How do you figure perception? On the skill chart, perception. Oh, yes. Okay, okay. so I rolled uh, 15. 
plus five is 20. I got 14. What's passive perception, Cody? Uh, that is 16. perception that, that I can use um, to give you information about the world, which is kind of what I've been doing. I have each of your player sheets up over here, and I'm okay, releasing okay. information based off of my guide for what the minimum threshold for finding something is. I see. Um, okay. So, Zach, we'll get to you in just a sec. Uh, Stolas, what room are you searching? Um, I'm going to back out of the baby room here, and I'm going to <laughs> investigate that. I guess that closet in the master bedroom? Down here. Yeah, that one. Okay. Uh, Ozoff, what room are you investigating? Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. You're oh, up fucker, here. Did right? you just call me Ozoff? I did. I'm so sorry, <laughs> How Zach. dare you? Was he frozen? <laughs> How dare you speak to me in this way, DM? God damn it. In summer! <laughs> uh, Dean, what room are you searching? Uh, honestly, I want to be left alone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a couple places you could go sit. You could sit on the stairs next to the rubble of armor. You could go sit on the rutted rug in here that's a tiger, or any of the soiled beds that contain bodies. You have a, have a nap yeah. here this No, let me just... I'm going to go hang out with... Uh, I guess let me go with Stolas. All right, we'll put you over here by this other ethereal blue fire that's weird. Uh, and I guess I'll... I check out this room right here, uh, where, uh, the one beside Zach to the right of Zach that's a oh. bit bigger. It's got the four squares. Yeah, that's gotcha. Out. James. All right. Uh, starting with you, Zachary. Ozoth. Ozoth? Ozeth? Jesus. Ozoth. Olaf. Ozoth? I got my Olaf. character sheet up. You don't know my goddamn name. I'm sorry, man. I'm tracking a lot of shit on my side. Uh, Ozoth. Uh, you enter the room. Make a dexterity saving throw. As you okay. enter the storage Very room. Saving throw. Whoa. I rolled Trap. a 10 plus one, but I'm going to use lucky to reroll that because that's pretty low. I'm going to use one of my lucky charms. And I rolled 16 plus one, 17. They're after me, so lucky charms. One, one out of three lucky left. All right. Uh, 17 was my roll. You enter this room. And as soon as you enter, you can tell it's like a, it's a cleaning room. There's all kinds of like soaps and towels and brooms that all begin to animate and fling themselves at you in an attack. Okay. <laughs> uh, you get. I assume you move out of the room as you open it, right? Um, yes. These things attempt to attack you, and as you close the door, they thud against the door and then stop after about Jesus one or two minutes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, you found a storage room full of animated objects. Be our guest. I know that's what it felt like. <laughs> okay, well that room's probably not good to go. James, yes, the beast. Yeah. You enter into one of the most lavish bathrooms you've ever been in. There's a dark nice. wooden tub with clawed feet. There's an iron stove with a kettle on top of it. Inside the tub is a dead body that's blood everywhere that's dried over the years of being here. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Uh, can I? Uh, does it got any? Is can I examine the body for jewelry? Uh, no. It's this. This Jesus. is a skeleton at this point, my man. It's uh. <laughs> any of the entrails that were left are spaghetti, and it it's probably one of the other house servants. You had to guess. It doesn't have like any gold teeth or anything. Nope. Uh, Not in Barovia. Jeez, he's thorough. <laughs> Stolas, 
you gotta make are... some gotta make the gotta make some bank burn. Interesting. Hold on. Uh, my dungeon master map is different than your player map. Huh. Okay. Still lost. That room. Uh, what did you roll for your perception? Um. Let me check. You know what? Let me reroll because I don't remember. Let's see. Sixteen or eighteen, if I remember correctly. Was it? I think so. Okay, I'll just go it's with fine. sixteen then. The comments will tell us later at this point. So comments. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm gonna give you this one. Um, you walk past, and as you're looking at the wall, headed towards what is a room on this map, but doesn't exist on my dungeon master's map. Um, you see that the, one of the panels on the wall is slightly ajar. Uh, that slides back and forth and as you stop and you look at it you're like that's weird uh, you touch one of the wolf's head on the wall and the panel gently swings in and then you can see another hidden door on the other side so you could like go through it this way if you wanted to um, and there's a staircase leading up to the attic nice burn tell them I found it Hey, you guys! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I go over, I go over. All right. Fabulous work, Stolas. Who yep. is leading well, the pack? You guys want me to stealth up? Let's not Please. make burn do Yes. <laughs> okay. Let me just... Uh, so I'll put on my cloak. And stealth... Uh, 15... Uh, 24 stealth. 24 stealth. Stealth. Okay. Uh, you come up a flight of stairs that's straight on the bottom, makes a sharp left turn, and there's another door, uh, at the top of which you can see enters into a large room. Uh, this is room 16. This is the attic hall. Um, this door, before you can even get to it, James, um, at the top of the stairs here, Okay, yeah. Is padlocked shut. Okay. So, we, we, where did we come in from? Here. The bedroom okay. from the... Uh, right. The we, okay. And so the door, the door at the top of the stairs leading into the room is locked? It's padlocked shut. Yes. Uh, so how did I get I, in here? Might I enter? I, I, uh, go ahead, Stolas. Uh, you could try that key you found in the library. Well, that's what I was going to say. Uh, I wasn't yes, sure James. if I was already in or not. Okay, okay. That's no, not right. yet. I, I'm not on the other side of the door. Nope. And okay, yeah. put still us behind you. Yep. Do you pull out the, uh, the, bra the iron key you have? Of course. Ching. It opens up. Nice. nice. Good call, Stolas. I was going to use my lockpick. I forgot about the damn key. Perfect. Okay. Cool. I'm going to make a couple small notations because there's a lot of stuff up here. 16. Okay. Uh, James, the door swings open. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to just go into this main area here. Okay, yeah, there, uh, there's a small hallway leading back this way as you get to, uh, we'll, we'll put you here at the top of the stairs. 
yep. uh, hallway with two doors that you can see and presumably another door over here. And then kind of a small foyer area. So you think it's the, the attic. It's really dusty and just choked with cobwebs everywhere. And there's another door over here. Uh, tell yeah, me which number I'm, you want to start heading towards, and then we'll get other people up here as well. I'm going to head towards uh, room 20. There. Yeah, I'll just wait at the door. I just signaled to Solas too that it uh, that we're good to get that good to go. Solas, so she can. You get to the top of the stairs. Where would you like to go? Uh, James has kind of oriented himself towards this door over here. Stolas. Yep, I'm here. Oh, sorry. Well, which room would you like to head towards numerically? Uh, let's see. I will uh, jump up to. I think that's a nineteen. Okay. Burn. What up? Where would you like to go? You're at the top of the stairs. Uh, you can see James is crouched by a door. Stolas heads off down the hallway. Where is the mighty Dawnbringer going? Well, I was paired up with Stolas. Um... You got got a company or her down to this room. Uh, yeah, where's, where's Ozul? Ozul's on the stairs coming up. Oh, he's right behind me? Yep. Yes, I Leave guess the way burn, my boy. Alright, so we're all kind of going down this hallway over here? Yeah. Alright. James, you open the door to room 19. Uh, I'm sorry, 20. room 20. Yeah. Uh, this door was locked from the outside. Uh, you can see claw marks across, um, the door from where the padlock was, and then the lock on this just laying on the ground. Mm. Uh, as you gently creak the door open, uh, this room contains a bricked-up window flanked by two dusty wooden child-sized bed frames. Mm. Closer to the door is a child's toy chest with a windmill painted on it on, on the sides, a dollhouse that's a perfect replica and diorama of this house, including all of the secret rooms, furnishings, and it even has the cobwebs to match. Laying in the middle of the floor are two skeletons wearing tattered but familiar clothing. The smaller of the two oh skeletons is cradling the doll that you saw on the child from outside. They were demons. You recognize them, and appearing on either side in either bed are Rose and Thorn. It's behind. Okay. So, uh, so the 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 two kids that were sitting out in front of the house earlier on now they're in these beds. Yeah, and you can see through them. Um, you presume that the skeletons on the floors are theirs. Yeah. Very interesting. How, how do you uh, see? Don't like that. I'm good. I'm going to uh, wave burn over. Uh, we're going to need some of his uh, smiting abilities, probably. Uh, the little boy sees you, um, or or sees something open the door, and he's looking. And he looks confused, and he kind of looks over towards his sister, and his sister just shakes her head and tells him to lay back down. Lay back down, and it'll be okay. Our, our parents are coming home. 
Uh-oh. 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 Get ready, Burn. Hold the door. Thor Thorn says to you, but I'm scared. There's all those scary noise and the monster. And she walks over and kind of gives him a hug and sits next to him on his bed. Hodor, Hodor, Hodor. You know that's not her name, right? You got to pretend you're Hodor. <laughs> what are your parents' names? You you speak up, Zach. Yes, to yeah. the the uh, yeah. Thorn and Rose. I'll step back uh, so Zach can come to the door. I I wave these guys in because this is out of my realm of speciality. All right, let me move the map around here. Uh, and Zach, are you addressing Rose or Thorn? I guess both. Oh, okay. Children, what are your parents' names? Uh, they look at you shocked, A, to see you, uh, and B, surprised. Uh, Rose speaks up and she says, We are the Durst family. Uh, I'm sure that you've, you've heard of us. We're quite famous around town. Is there something we can help you with? I mean, I asked what the parents' names is. They said the Durst family. That's not really an answer, but okay. It's not really an answer, but okay. Kids are pretty dumb, though. That's... How dare you? <laughs> um... I'm going I'm to ask them, uh, what has happened to you, my children? Uh, we, we are trapped here. Our, our parents said that they would be back, and... They, they left this this house and they said don't worry there's well, they're, you know the house housemaids will take care of us and they they told us that the sun is dangerous and that any of the creatures outside could come through the window at any time so for our safety they bricked the window up and locked the door so no one could get us how long has this been a very long time uh, they were afraid about the monster in the basement fuck the basement. Yeah. Would you and, show? Uh, would you show us to this basement? Uh, they're like, well, you, you can't get there through the dumbwaiters. We tried, and there's a secret door somewhere in the attic. And uh, Rose will walk over to the dollhouse and point it out for you. Uh, on the Ozo, dollhouse. Ask them if their father is the lead singer of Blimp Biscuit. <laughs> is your father the lead singer? The lead singer of? No, I'm not answering that. Okay, so where's the dollhouse where we're looking at here? Uh, the dollhouse is here. Oh, and the, the X that you put is signifying where it potentially the would be? The secret room is. Yep, where what you think where the secret room would be. Okay, do uh, you guys want to go to the secret room? Burn, my lad, do you, do you fancy going to this secret room? Perhaps the banshee we slayed earlier was not the creature that haunted these poor souls. I'm not stoked about it. Well, let's go. <laughs> uh, the the little boy just says, "He says, please, we're just so hungry. I we just we're so hungry." And her his sister, oh my god, just kind of sucker wood. He's gonna. I don't suck know what blood. ghost seeds. Uh, no. What do you eat, my children? They're vampires. They're vampires. <laughs> They're food, bread, water. We we were so hungry before we just woke up here, and now I can play with my toys forever. I'm gonna cast press digitation on them to make them feel full. Oh, okay. Smart. Yeah. Uh, the little boy starts crying. He says, it's been so long since I felt anything. Wow. Thank you, my child. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You're, I guess you're, like welcome. you're welcome. 
You're welcome, my child. <laughs> okay, well, let's go check out that secret door. Room 21! Um, you want me to go through first? Sure. Sneak through it? Yep. Alright. Do I have to do a sneak thing again? Or am I uh, still No, in... we'll just stick with it. I'm, so still, you guys... I'm still in stealth mode, I think. Yeah. James, you sneak into this room, uh, and you can see that there is a dusty packed room full of old furnitures. There's several chairs, coat racks, mirrors, dresses that have all been covered with cloth. Excuse me. Um, there's an unlocked wooden chest uh, that contains skeletal remains of the family's nursemaid that's kind of been wrapped in a bed sheet with dry blood on it, and there's multiple stab wounds in it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Other than that, you can see that against the wall where the fire, the um, furnace is for the house, uh, there's another one of those uh, iron furnaces that they could heat up over here. Yeah, that's not a good color. Uh, there's scrape marks on the ground and a spiral staircase that descends down. I guess that's the one. I so I tell I I look back and say, guys, uh, here's this got to be the stairwell down to the basement. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is where we will stop for the night. Wow, that's pretty cool. Wow, wow. Isn't that cliffhanger? Yeah, what a cliffhanger. Yeah. Down, down nice. to Goblin Town. Oh boy. Here we go. Um, I finished um, um, Terrace. Nice. What's that? I finished uh, your picture, hold on. Oh, nice. This one, open. You need to send me mine on Discord, by the way. <laughs> Terrace is actually pretty cool. I like it a lot. Oh, here we go. Do we level up? I uh, yep. We'll talk about that here in just one second. Nice. So, oh, look at that. Wow, look at that. That's awesome, man. Dean, can you send awesome. me uh, an email with the three or four that you did so we could post them to Instagram to tease the uh, episode? Yeah, yeah, and then I finished burn. Yeah. And then Cody, whenever you want to. Uh, I nice. guess in the recording, let me know. I don't know if you want to have what we're about to discuss be on the stream or not. And then I just started I just started to finish Stolon, so I still gotta I still have to color it, but that's not gonna do right now. <laughs> <laughs> now now Dean, do I get one as a dungeon master? Yeah, I can make I can think I could do it. Yes. Um Zach, question for you. All of the notes that we've put in personal or private chat, are they Those will not good? be public to okay. the uh listeners on the repeat. That's fine. Um are we is there should we copy and paste all of those to Discord or Yeah, if you want to copy and paste them, that's fine. I'm just gonna non discriminatorily just copy them and see how it pastes. Before we um do the dungeon, like I'm not sure how you play it. But between sessions, are we considered to have long rested? No. Nice. <clears throat> Good thing Dean healed me. Right? Uh, so save your player sheets from where they're at, and they should be able to help you. Um, Ozoth, you have all your portent rolls and stuff on your end. Ozoth, god damn, I'll get it. Ozoth I have wise. one portent roll left. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, we can talk off stream for a little bit about leveling up and how things are going to go and what we're going to do. Uh, but yeah, we'll sign off here. My name has been Cody J. Hay uh, as your dungeon master to the stars uh, over here on Live and Let's Dice. We'll catch you Thank on the next so episode. Thank you so much for watching our stream. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.